was here for a second and then demon bored him and he left uh, he was here for like five you, minutes do you want me to met i'm kind of annoyed right now okay there's like a group of people that are trying to uh extort me that are like i mean i can i can message him uh either either way we were just like carrying on about whatever and he came and we didn't get a chance to talk to him <laughs> like it's whatever i mean who cares you know then you should you should like i don't know you shouldn't really like even give it like a thought. You know what I mean? It's whatever. I mean, I'm a I'm a pregnant woman, and these people are trying to trying to stress me out. I thought the uh, I thought Martin's space about when he went to prison and stuff was really interesting. I thought it was a kind of a he tell he tells a good story. He's a really good storyteller. Why don't you tell him you got some uh, fucking jaws for him to open? what <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> i don't know just, just putting out some jaws for martin like you know like i got one and two jaws you can come open them for oh me. jars jars <laughs> yeah. jaws i was like like what <laughs> like, i thought he was saying something complete i thought you were being an, an asshole but sorry he's just saying jars like, i like, thought he was saying jaws he can, he can come demonstrate his value on how strong he is to open up your jaws. No, he, I mean, like, genuinely an interesting person to talk to about EEGs. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, like, if, if Demon upset him or I don't know what happened, I don't, then probably oh. wait till tomorrow or something. I think Demon was talking and, you know, uh, he came and he couldn't wait, but Demon didn't do anything wrong. I mean, Demon has the right to speak, you know, when he's done, the other one can speak. So we can't just let, uh, you know, anyone just come here uh, just because they have like, I don't know, I don't want to say anything bad, you know what I mean? But if you don't have a well, question. Well, knows he can tell me to shut the hell up. And I'll just be quiet. I mean, I can get on some tangents, especially if we're talking about like investments and like I'm an anarchist, well, I mean, so I, I try to I, get away from as much taxes as possible. Fuck I think that. it's interesting. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I, I wasn't paying attention. I'm building furniture, by the way. That that's also like the noise that's going on in the background. But you know, like if you you ask someone to like stop working for a minute to like share their expertise on something, it makes sense. You know. I, I don't think he's being an asshole there, but he probably oh, just, he probably just went back to work, if I were to guess. Well, you should have just told me to shut the hell up, Sophie. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't realize he was, well, one, I didn't know how long you were going to go on. The second thing is I didn't know, because um, I wasn't going to be rude to you, but uh, at the same time, <laughs> I didn't know he was going to disappear that quick. Anyway, whatever, it's fine. Usually does that pops in, pops out, but there, there, there will be, you know, whatever. I do want to see you guys interact. I wonder if you'd be friends. Yeah, he seems interesting. Um, like, uh, yeah, he kind of had this like extensive thing where he went to like, um, I don't remember what actually landed him in prison. It was kind of a securities thing, I think, but. 
I remember hearing his name originally when it was like he upcharged a lot for, um, you know, basically a a drug that, uh, and then he got kind of like into like an antitrust sort of situation and fined a bunch of money and stuff and whatever. It's kind of interesting, but like he he was involved essentially with an orphan drug, essentially, which is like a where it like there's no generics for the drug and this and that and you kind of like charge really high money for it or whatever so it's interesting but um but then he that was the dude yeah who went up like 600 percent on the drug yeah like six he's a farmer bro like like five thousand percent yeah he, he kind of did a little farmer company thing for a while and he did like a hedge fund type of thing and yeah i'm not really sure exactly what part got him into what trouble but anyway well, next time, tell me, just say, Demon, shut the fuck up. I mean, I would have really liked to listen to that, dude. <laughs> I've heard of this dude. Yeah, he, yeah. Lied, he lied to the investors, I think. Mm, yeah, I don't know the, like, well, first off, there's a wiki about the whole thing. If, yeah, I don't we know how Google it. Is, it. But you can go through and, like, look at what he did and whatever, but it's funny. So he basically did what every other pharmaceutical company does. Yeah, but he was like totally uh, like he was too boisterous about it. And he kind of looks like a little fart sniffing rat. So like people got angry at him with some emotional issues, you know. I think he was on a podcast recently. Like a real skinny fucking guy. He looks like Gabe from uh, The Office or something like that. <laughs> Bro! <laughs> oh my god. Hey, Pam, what the hell are you still doing up? By the way, I'm sorry, guys. Später drüben. I was so mean at the start of the space. I don't know. I was trying to be funny, but I don't think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> Now here, well, according to this thing, pretty much his thing was like he got in trouble for securities fraud type of thing related to his tenure at his capital management company, and ran it someone like a somewhat like a Ponzi scheme where he used each subsequent company to pay off the defrauded investors from the prior company. So he was kind of shuffling around money quite a bit between these things, and that's what got him in trouble. Um, not not so much the the drug thing, uh, so much. Anyway, whatever. I think one thing led to another. He didn't bend the knee. Pissed off a lot of people. Uh, I saw, at least from my perspective, and the other people were there. That were there, like the I. I'd heard that the media can like um, switch things up, but it, like seeing it, seeing it happen. Uh, really makes you realize like when they're when they're on a witch hunt they're on they'll say anything they'll twist anything this is an interesting section of wiki on him so on march 5th 2018 shkreli was ordered to forfeit nearly 7.4 million in assets the court ordered that if shkreli had insufficient cash to fulfill the forfeiture order his assets including a piece of art by pablo picasso would be sold to do so shkreli purchased a 31 track wu-tang clan album once upon a time in shaolin of which a single copy exists at an auction in 2015 for about $2 million, as well as the unreleased Little Wayne album, The Carter V. In April 2018, he was ordered to pay $388,000 in restitution. 
I'm not sure to who, but I guess like investors in the company or whatever. So yeah, there was kind of like a series of things that got him with the um, securities folks and landed him in trouble. And I don't know how long he actually stayed in prison, but I think it's a low security type of federal prison. And he was there for like, what, a couple of years or something? I think his sentence went from like seven years down to like something. Um, oh, he was paroled after six years and five months. So he stayed there quite a while. Um, but uh, <laughs> he, he's, I don't know. He seems to have taken it in reasonable stride. He seems to have come out like similar guy to the guy he was to a large extent. He tells a good story about the whole prison thing, though. I guess you would have stories after six and a half years. Probably learned more shit in prison. Yeah, probably. That whole um, media witch hunt type thing, I know exactly what you're saying. It happened to a friend of mine, and you, you really don't realize like how much bullshit they come up with. And I don't know if it's the same there as it is here, but basically there's probably a lot more legalities to journalists in the US, but here they can take the word of someone on the street, publish it, and have zero liability because someone told them something. Yep, that's how it is here too. Okay, it's such a bullshit system. No, you, once 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 someone like defames you in the in the public square and like the internet has published that forever, people will be wondering whether you really did that or didn't do it. Like exactly. media will come and say, "Oh, like so and so alleged that Stewie raped somebody," and like, "Oh, okay, it's just you just you have to use the word alleged," and then all of a sudden there's this like stain on your your you know whatever reputation even that, if it turns out quote from someone and yeah. because of the quote it's yeah yeah and it's like it's and not only that but let's say someone um you know has to get, gets investigated but is then ultimately exonerated for whatever it is um that you know it's still like the the public doesn't know about the rest of the court case right they just assume you're a rapist or something <laughs> or whatever it is you did. i mean the, the shit that they publish, it's some random member of the public most of the time that has no fucking money. Um, you go after them for defamation, you spend more in fucking legal costs than they have. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it's completely pointless. So you're basically in the world of like social media slash Internet or whatever. Um, your, your reputation is something you can lose quite easily. Yeah, I, I like the uh, sort of more underground journalists and that kind of thing the the mainstream media and the whole thing like majority of journalists are fucking cockroaches in my opinion <laughs> but the thing about I martin mean, like, is though he's not a fucking you know angel like i'd never say that no, like martin martin's not. a fuck he's an asshole for sure but he's not he like they're all assholes like the <laughs> stuff i saw on the news i remember because i was so young and I watched just straight up lies, just straight, just straight up lies, like trying to make people hate him. Just saying the, mo the most. Oh, yeah. And it's Still like, he's an asshole. But, well, but that's how but, you get like clicks and views on news, right? It's not you got to yeah. make the villain look really bad. But it, it was wild. It was wild seeing it because some of it, it's just not. Like people are complex. No one is a demon, and no one is an angel. And 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 people have this idea of him that is just so fucking. Well, when so the last far time, off. the last time I heard him go over his like story on spaces, I guess he had a big one where he did this, and um, I I get the feeling that like he wasn't really denying the that the stuff he did and how he did it and 
why it went wrong and why he got in trouble or anything like that. I think at the end of the day, like he's not trying to pretend like nothing happened or something. So he, like he comes off as quite genuine when it comes to his, the things that have happened in his past. And no, I, I've never heard him defend himself or like bring up how the media, uh, or does he, I don't, but I've never I don't, about, heard I don't know about I'll how his like, impression of his, how he was treated was, but he doesn't. I've uh, never heard him defend himself the way that other people that were there defend him. I think that's the thing is like Martin well, is not is, a fucking it, evil person. He's put a lot, a lot, a lot of work into bettering people's lives that they don't talk about. Like he's not. And, 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 and I, at least like while we're on this subject, I want to say like, I, I have never had sex with Martin. I, he's not giving me money. He's just <laughs> a friend. I, I swear to God. Um, so, but that being said, I am pregnant with his twins. So. <laughs> <laughs> the turkey what I was going to say and what, it, what the case probably is, is like what happened with my buddy that was kind of a similar scenario not to the same extent. But um, it's more one of those things that it doesn't matter what you say or do, it's not going to change any of it. So it's easier to just not say anything and let people forget about it. That is likely yeah. what it is. I mean, <laughs> but he doesn't hide from it. But also, like, what I saw is, like, I think that his personality, I and you'll – like he when the whole world was taking a shit on him and telling him to bend the knee and kiss the ring he didn't he he memed it he trolled it hard he like did not uh which which i think for the people that do have respect in him it's like people that don't have a lot of trust in the government like that was Almost, oh, I respect that for sure. You based. stand up for like what you believe Senate, in, no matter what it is. What he did in front of the Senate, where the Senate's like, uh, was trying to like emotionally manipulate and just like straight up bullshitting, trying to make him look evil. He just smiled at him, like it was based. I don't like this. Is why you know, people are divided. But I've noticed like the people that hate him typically don't even know what he went jail to jail for. Like, they don't even have the full story. They think he went to jail for Dara Prim, which is not what happened. Well, but but actually, I don't know how many people really hate him. I don't think anyone really cares. Let's not overthink, I like, how important he is or anything like that. I get all the fucking I just, I, you know Seppi, I mean? someone just tried extorting me. Like, what? What, what does that mean? Extort what? I tried saying, like, I, I have secret intel that you've had sex with Martin Shkreli. I'm going to tell people. It's like, shut the fuck up. First of all, what, people, who do you know that like, anyone's going to care if they t- if you did? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, like, no one, oh my God, don't no tell one, anybody, please. Please no don't tell anybody. But, <laughs> but the point is, but that it's still annoying that it happens, but it happens because people hate him. I would 100% lead them on. Yeah, 100%. Be like, yeah, he got some of this. What about it? Tell them that you're pregnant with his twins too. Everyone knows. Not sure what they're talking about. <laughs> like, wait, what? You are? I'm sorry. Yeah, she is. Just get it. Just kidding. When people talk shit or make up rumors, it's easier to just agree with it. <laughs> 
Yeah, what was that? It's like the Barbra Streisand effect or something. There was some, I don't remember what the story was, but it's like something happened and um, like by making a big deal about it, like everyone heard about it. Whereas had they just said nothing, no one would have given a shit. Yeah, yeah, I did that. No, so what? Not, and then they're like, well, fuck. Okay, that didn't more, work out. It's more that like someone doesn't know they're talking to the fucking original dark web Daisy herself trying to extort her. That like irks me. It's like, who the fuck? Who do you think I am? Like, what? How dare? How dare? I don't know. I mean, if it bothers you that much, do something <laughs> about it. That's the way I am. I missed the Coach Bruce conspiracy theories in Lunk. Oh, I forgot about that. I started getting into that. I mean, at the end of the day, like, if Wait, their what? opinion or what, what they think those? they know doesn't affect you, then fucking ignore it. Who cares? No, I don't think you're... The thing that irks me is that I... I'm Zintani. And you're trying to internet extort me. Like, who wh- who do you think you are? And who do but, you but think why, I am? Why do, the, what what do I'm getting at is, gonna, why is it what do you think you is so much? Here? It's, it's, uh, it's a pride thing. You don't know what I'm talking about? I, I, like, get, I get what you're saying. I, I get the pride thing. But the pride thing aside, girls like, get if it doesn't affect you. All the time. It's like. In the most ridiculous ways. And it's very insulting that you think something would happen. Yeah, but what are you going to do to the random on the internet? It's it's not even worth the, the it's time. It's easier to not even think about it. Like, why waste your time and energy on that negative shit when you just go, yeah, sweet, I did whatever, or ignore it. It doesn't matter. Just move yeah, on with your life. Troll the shit yeah. out of them. Yeah. They made you... They made what you, Bruce used to fucking do. brain cycles for it, <laughs> basically. Um, oh, yeah, the Streisand. Okay, they've, they've already won based on what you're saying, like, regardless of anything else. Oh, my God. Shut up. Like, n- nothing I'm saying is making sense. I'm not. I'm it not turns out the Streisand effect was advice. this thing. There, there's like someone posted a picture of her clifftop residence in Malibu documenting coastal erosion in California or something along those lines. And they're just showing that, like, the erosion nearby. Um, and I guess uh, she didn't like the fact that people knew that this is her house and made a big deal of it. And so uh, she went to go sue the photographer and Pictopia.com for $50 million for violation of privacy, supposedly. And um, where this photograph where her mansion was visible and publicly available, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then uh, after a bunch of like, um, so she lost the suit and ended up having to pay the other person's uh, 177 grand in legal fees. But by that point, like the image had been downloaded, um, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And hundreds of thousands of people were visiting uh, her house the following month. <laughs> so like, yeah, I think this work. I think it's also the case with like the elite elite because there's certain things like I noticed because I I got really obsessed with Liviana Woodward. Does any of you know who that is? No, who's that? Liviana, how do you spell it? Um, Liviana Woodward. She, she, uh, L I V I A N A and then Wood, 
and then Ward, W-A-R-D. Um, she went to went to Oxford, whatever. Just I just be, got obsessed because um, she's just interesting. Um, but she went to Oxford. She stabbed her boyfriend, and there were a bunch of news articles that said that the judge let her out early because she was too talented a student um, to be in jail. Um, and she did, she scored like top of her class in Oxford was considered a genius by a ton of people. And it wasn't the full story, but it did contribute to why the judge let her out. But it, I mean, it, it's kind of news articley, but she's still fascinating. But I noticed while I was obsessed and like digging, apparently the, she's the daughter of very powerful people, but I can't find shit on who her parents are at all, anywhere. Zip, nada. Like they don't That's exist. Kind of the idea. In, in, like attached to her. Yeah, the story. As, like, the, the story her, here is that, like, yeah, go ahead. Her, like, I think because she stabbed people or stabbed her boyfriend, it's like you don't even try to get those articles deleted because it'll make more of a mess. But you can, if like no one's watching you, then you absolutely can. And I think her parents did. They had to have gone in and, and gotten rid of themselves on uh, articles successfully. That's what the elite of the elite do. I don't know how old she was during this, but really what happened here is that, okay, she basically stabbed her boyfriend in the leg with a bread knife in a like drug-fueled rage um, of some kind uh, at University Accommodation at Oxford, December 30th. This, is, this article is 2018. Uh, so probably 2017. Anyway, judge said the sentence was too severe for because it ruined her medical career. Also added to the actions of the extraordinary able young lady appeared to be a complete one-off, uh, genuinely remorseful. She had some immaturity things, whatever. Um, she's got some personality disorder, eating disorder, some alcohol and drug dependence shit, and has gotten treatment for that. Blah blah blah. And um, I guess like uh, she was treated sympathetically because of her background. Um, but I guess this the guy like he didn't um like what's going on here? Like, I mean, did he lose his leg or some shit? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it doesn't seem no, like that. And that's that's where the articles weren't giving the full story, is like the guy wasn't like the guy didn't um want to press charges, the guy didn't have any issue with her. Um and well, I'm sure he did because she she cut him but um but but then she also like served some time and and when you look at how how much time people serve it actually did make sense so they they were very clickbaity about it but she's still very interesting really interesting person i mean she's uh Spared jail after stabbing boyfriend may be able to return to her studies. What did she end up going back to school or what? Like what happened? To she school? went no, to her I, parents' villa in Italy. No, she she um she's on LinkedIn now. That's the only place I could find anything current of her, and she's still like doing study stuff. I don't remember exactly what, but she's like a part of stuff. She's doing stuff. I don't think it's. I think she became a lawyer. But she's still like doing or interested in medical stuff. So I don't know. But I, I mean, I, that wasn't the point. It was more like a side thing. I am, I am obsessed. 
with her. She's a weird girl. It's just weird. Really, really fucking smart. Uh, like, does orgies publicly, like, with no, no sense of, like, doesn't seem to have any sense of, like, shame, or she's just, uh, she's just an interesting, like, I don't know. I'm she's obsessed. Good. She's None like a good movie character. Or maybe you, I think so. I think she's main character for sure. Main character vibes. Main not character vibes. Not that it's good to. Yeah, I'm not saying it's like a good main character, you know. But I mean, I I, I wouldn't advocate for stabbing your boyfriend in a drug fueled rage. But she's just interesting to think about, um, or learn about, I guess. Yeah, now you've got me interested. Now I'm finding her appearance. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't. You know, you know what I find interesting is like her parents must be, you know, mega elite because she then got together with um, a Russian oligarch's son who's a billionaire. <laughs> Well, I the reason I say that is because I read in some of these articles like um, that she came from a, a wealth, a good wealthy home or prominent home. But then when I looked up, like trying to find the Woodwards, couldn't find shit, nothing. So, which is fine. I mean, like I, I get, I'm a, I guess I'm the public, and I don't think it is anyone's business. I'm just very nosy. Rex has been like spamming emojis nonstop this whole time. Dude's thumbs are sore. What emojis are we sending out? He's sending thumbs up, hundred signs. Oh. Hmm. But it's been like an hour. He <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah, there's no more articles about this girl. Um like more recently. So I guess yeah, I could only find her LinkedIn. She's probably like, you know, like hiding under the radar. Uh, I found a company which, um, I mean, it's probably way out there, but um, it's a company called Woodward that is on the Forbes list of the most successful mid cap companies in America. So, I mean, a lot of people name their companies after their last name. I wonder whether you could dig deeper on that front if it was related. I mean, her her professors all this, said... Uh, legitimately, like, like, this girl's not main character enough for me to do all that. Um. Well, keep looking into her and you'll find out. <laughs> There's some really, really fucking interesting stuff in there. Hmm. I guess I get I, I don't know, maybe you wouldn't you wouldn't think so, but I'm I'm just very curious how someone like that ticks. Like how like all of your professors say that you're the next Einstein. You're like but you can't stop doing cocaine or having orgies or like it's it's just like I'm just so like what because the way everyone talks about this girl is like that she was going to change the world. Like all these people very convinced like this girl's going to cure heart disease or. 
She is changing the world one dick at a time. Maybe social media and the the media ruined that for her. Who knows? Maybe Einstein liked orgies too. I just wish I could hear it. Who said this about her? Like, I don't understand the. Um, when they were like her professors, when they were, when they were, they came in and advocated for her about like how awful it would be, um, for her to not come back to school. And I think like there was a track record of it too. Like this girl scored uh, in Oxford, Oxford's the number one university in the world. I mean, these are like really smart kids and she scored Number one, top of her class. It's just interesting. Just interesting. I want to know. Maybe, or she was having orgies with her professors. That sounds more likely. No, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm trying All to see the professors were paid a bag of cash. It could have been any number of scenarios. That's, that's why they advocated for exactly. bring her back to school, please. Uh-huh. We miss her orgies. And do parents with the weird, like the budding heart surgeon. First of all, like you're not anywhere near that when you're when you're an undergrad. Like this doesn't make any sense at all. Like she just said, "Oh, I want to be a heart doctor." It's like, no, well, you're not one. Like the that's way, like just just making up shit for like. No, she was the way people talk about her. She was a genius. A lot of institutional support and academics recognize her as a potential Nobel Prize, a Nobel Prize winner, and what? Uh, let's see here. Work in cardiology. She's done some very interesting work in cardiology. They described her as a future Nobel Prize winner. I don't know. Like, that's very easy to say and a lot harder to do. Mm, Even for Oxford, anybody. But let's see here. What are they saying? I I think the thing that most of the most of the world learned after the whole COVID everything is that anything's possible and don't believe everything you read. I mean, I thought like that before that, but you know, it woke a lot of people up. Well, I mean, first off, like to do kind of like any sort of like Nobel prize science winning anything, like the amount of just time it takes is exceptional. So you can't just get those things by being quote unquote smart. The amount of actual work in the giant labs you have to run to win those things these days is uh, like, is, is not as easy as it sounds. And I'm just saying like, uh, you know, they could have just LARPed a little bit. I mean, they just could have like, you know, talked nonsense in front of the judge or whatever, but like, there's no way to know that at an undergrad level that, Oh, this person's going to be curing cancer or, you know, solving cardiology problems, especially at an undergrad level. It's just not that common. But anyway, whatever. The, the thing is, like, none of that stuff actually materialized, so then now we know. Which makes it so interesting. You have someone who's, like, a mega fucking genius that just blows it on cocaine and stupid shit. It's really, I think it's interesting. That's standard mega wealthy children to a T, though, right? No, it isn't. Not really. Isn't Most... Uh, most wealthy, uh, kids with wealthy parents, uh, number one, like, uh, there's a tendency to inherit your genetic intellect from your family. So the odds that you're going to be successful compared to the average Joe Blow out there is like way, way higher than average. So usually like the movie version of like 
the fall from grace of the rich kid that did X, Y, and Z. Yeah, those make for interesting stories, but they're definitely not the norm for sure. Like it's way more common than like almost everybody. I'm, I know. I'm talking mega, mega wealthy, like the elite of mm-hmm. the elite. Um, not not your people that are in the spotlight. Yeah, the, know, the elite of the elite is, that most people see as the, the elite, elite of the elite. Your is, Paris Hilton. The elite of the elite is a little bit different. Not all of those people are necessarily at that level, of course, because of like a lot of that happens to be right place at the right time as well. Um, the the mega giga wealthy, you know, like it's a little bit different, but yeah. But generally, like you, people who are, if you have smart parents, you're probably going to have smart kids on average just kind of what it is but i think it has a lot to do with not just genes but obviously um upbringing as well and um there's so many different factors growing up that can shape a child well of course always the nature versus nurture thing nurture yeah, thing so if you come from an already successful yeah. family you know whether it's in genes or not you are far more likely to be successful because that's going to be nurtured in you you know course yeah it all, all of that matters to some extent but anyway yeah interesting girl um not much detail outside of that rex yeah, what's with yeah. mode? like what, what are you doing what I, I, you guys aren't talking so i can't really <laughs> go right ahead but what's with all the emojis and yeah they're like don't ask questions <laughs> you're not ready for the end <laughs> i know because i came in here because I don't know, Zintani's been posting bangers lately, so, like, I've just been spewing nonsense in her comments, saying random shit like, a hundred billion dollars on Zintani, when I don't even know what I'm saying that for. So then I came in here to, like, see what you guys were talking about, because I see you yeah. guys, like, on Spaces often, but then I don't click it, because like- I'm autistic, and some. yeah, sometimes I have ADHD, so then I just kind of, like, today I was just like, no, let me chill in here. And then you guys were talking about, like, all these things that I feel like I kind of rabbit hole on on my own um a lot of the stuff you guys talked about was relatable but i can't really which which rabbit i didn't see when i just came to the space i i when i came to the space i was trying to be funny and every man in the space was like like fuck this bitch you know what i mean No, I was laughing at your stuff, too, because your stuff was funny, too. But, like, the, the rabbit holes you guys were talking about, just about kind of... How do I explain it? To synthesize it up in, like, a small little thing, it, it sounded like you guys were kind of identifying the weird little, like, developmental nuances of just the human, I don't know, psyche? Or just, like, intelligence and, like kind of picking apart like their upbringing and like I don't know I heard some stuff about like evolution and just like if your parents are kind of a certain way you kind of end up a certain way too that's all like legit and I'm surprised I've never heard anyone talk about shit like that in spaces before which I don't know why because this is like this stuff is like the stuff I like to talk about because whenever I'm at like music festivals with my friends and we're all like in a cuddle puddle, this is literally the shit we talk about. Just Part like of it is super like, if, you, if you talk about anything related to behavior or like behavioral genetics or any of that in a public space, it won't be, but like, I don't know, a couple of spaces before you're branded some sort of mix of like racist or sexist or some other nonsense. 
it, it, no, it, it's it, not, it tends though. to devolve and, and into these to like, things in these public spaces. I mean, it does come off as pretentious, though, but, like, when you and your friends kind of have focused on school your whole life, like, that's what the conversations are, actually. Yeah. Like, that's the funny, that's the funny part. It's, like, people will try to brand us as a certain way, but, like, in the real world, in many industries, these are the only stimulating conversations. Oh, so, like, it was just... Well, the the yeah, hard so conversations like, all the, the emoji- ones are interesting, yeah. Yeah, and, like, so all the emojis was me going, like, fuck, dude, finally, like, people here are talking about real shit people actually talk about, not, like, these weird, like, arbitrary, like, Web3, and it's not a scam when it is, like, no, dude, like, this is the shit people actually talk about, and then maybe they'll add in business stuff if they haven't lost their mind in the rabbit hole. That's why when I'm engagement farming, I'll leave big spaces to come into this space. Ah, this is where you've been going. That's so cool. That's so sick. No, yeah, I like your guys' conversations. It it made me feel like at home because I go, damn, finally, like I'm not the only one who like thinks about shit like this. Because you know, like I said, a lot of us grow up a certain way, and a lot of us feel different from other people because of how we grew up, and it feels alienating because when you mention certain stuff, it comes off as pretentious, like no matter what you say or how you formulate your sentence. So just the way I grew up, I was just taught to like, you know, love people, treat each other like nice, like just know that like, whatever, we're different and like it doesn't matter, but just kind of like always help others. And like when people are kind of struggling with something that maybe we can't help with to try to not internalize it and just know that some people have it rough i guess and like that's about as much as i can my 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 default default positions are that like one uh everybody is a uh every single person no matter what they believe is a hypocrite either some of the time or in some level of magnitude of what they believe in so that's one of my rules. The other rule is that um, we're all fucking crazy. Uh, the whole human fucking race is just weird. If you were to like, aliens were to come and look at us from above, they'd be like, what are these retards doing? Dude, they'd be like, these motherfuckers are dumb. <laughs> yeah, but then they'd, like, find it, um, they'd find it amusing. Is like the yeah, part. yeah. They'd be, like, they'd be like, but dude, they do this. They'd be like, there's these humans. They live on in, in the United States, and they have, there's this thing called a car. And it seems to rule over them and they all live in it and they, but yet they feed it. And then they put it in this box with the big doors. And clearly these houses are made for the cars because that's what lives there. And these human beings serve the car, like with all of their uh, energy and might. Yeah. Yeah, Clean it and put it in a thing. And then like, you know, I feel like aliens probably see us as like that cringe person that you don't want to invite to the party. Like I don't, I don't think. You think so? You think aliens just want to party with? Yeah, I doubt it. I think they're like. I think it's like it's more like. Oh look, another intelligent civilization forming, and then they checked us out, and they're like, ooh, you know, went went somewhere more. My thesis is my thesis is similar to yours, but it's like on the opposite spectrum where it's like they do think we're weird but then oddly interesting so then they find like a host body to like not in a morbid way but just like they kind of try to blend in with us and like just it's so hard to blend in like maybe those are the times where like we just see someone somewhere and we're like who the fuck is that like you know and why are they like so 
like right like this motherfucker ain't real like that type that shit dude over there is made it a lot easier for them if that's the case <laughs> No, yeah, because the funny thing, like, which I don't understand how there's not a Hollywood movie about this. I mean, there is, but they've been horribly made of just like an alien pretending to be human. And the only reason they're pretending to be human is because there's enough amusing stuff on Earth that they just want to participate in all of it, even though most of it's annoying. Like, that's that's what I think. Like, that could be like a funny little perspective, I think. I just don't think we're that interesting like i feel like we're so predictable we're gonna have another world war yeah we're gonna Hopefully go through the not. same Let's thing not. over and over and over and over again my history my favorite history teacher used to say at the start of each course she said she said the only thing we learn from history is that we don't learn from history and i think that's so cat but like on a funny in a funny sense like to tie that back into like aliens and like cool rabbit hole shit. Imagine that thesis is only correct only because it's based on the evolution of us as a species and our environment. Because if it's the other way, it seems very depressing, right? It's like, oh, we never learn. We're just human. Fuck it. We're just going to destroy everything. But then if you look at it at like, oh, wow. I think the only silver lining in this, it's like, if everything is ever ching, it should go to like a good trajectory, hopefully. Because I feel like for anyone that was paying attention in school growing up, it's like, I feel like the moment we all learned that the sun might enlarge or fucking minimize into a small white ball one day kind of already freaked everyone out. So it's kind of like, when you look at it like that, it's like, okay, well, what can we do? if the Milky Way and other galaxies are kind of infinitely expanding and might crash into each other or go into the abyss. Not just that, the sun that our fucking solar system revolves around literally might go into a gigantic red yeah, ball. No, I'm being serious. Like, this is like a funny school joke where it's like, if anyone really was a good student, by that time, that's like basic like astrology in like eighth to ninth grade, I believe. So I feel like just astronomy. that moment kind of, def- yeah, like like that mo, yeah, astronomy. Sorry, I feel like at that moment that kind of defines how like nerds and geeks maneuver throughout life. I feel like because like once I learned that shit, I was just like everything was already like okay, fuck all that. Like that's what's scary. Hey, what up? <laughs> I just wanted to pop in. Uh, our choice Discord got hacked, so be careful. And uh, yeah, you guys have a good space. I love you guys. Careful. You know what's yeah. so funny about what you just said? Like, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but like my main job, like what I spend most of my time doing is composing for horror. And it's for like ghost oh, stuff, wow. ghost, spooky, scary skeletons, whatever. But what I am actually thinking of when I'm composing these things is... The fact that like a galaxy can just fucking explode and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like that shit scares yeah, so you me. That's what, I mean. what all of my compositions are about. Like you, I feel you like all autistic people, that's the real stuff, fear. But that's not I'm not ghosts don't I I'd fuck a ghost up. What's a ghost gonna do? Yeah, you straight know? up. I'd like I'll beat a ghost, ghost straight up. Like I'll fucking punch it, it in its non existent throat. Yeah, yeah. It's like who how's a demon gonna exercise me? I or or possess me. I fucking dare you. Come in this brain, bitch. Try it. Try it. 
<laughs> fucking reverse exercising demons like they'll be like oh wait fucking we can't use Intani or Rex as a host they're too fucking insane like they'll just straight up destroy us once we enter that fucking host body <laughs> like it's fucked like, I think there's probably more autism than not in this space at least in speaking yeah. I feel like I feel like everyone here is like maximum t- oh, I, I am I'm like, like I'm like way way into the spectrum I mean it's the only way that I've got to where I am financially as well though it is what it is and i only like i only started like looking at it as like a good thing a year or two ago honestly and it was through crypto twitter and the way i like figured it out was just i felt like i was getting made fun of too much until i just finally had like my monthly like psychiatrist therapist appointment that i have like every month regardless of what i'm on spaces and i finally asked him at the end because you know if you if you go to these things and like have refill days or whatever you just know like at the end of it they go so do you have any questions for me or like any stuff you want to mention like just like anything at all before we like hang out bro no i finally just asked him i go you would tell me if I'm autistic, right? And then he started fucking laughing. And then he goes, wait, like, why are you asking that? Because he's super cool. He's, like, Middle Eastern. Like, he kind of sounds, like, flamboyant, but he's not. You know what I mean? Like, he's very intelligent. He's super cool. And then he goes, wait, why are you asking me that? And then I go, let's just say because I've been studying crypto a lot and have been chronically online, I just think I am. And then when he asked me, he goes, so what are the main things? that make you think you're autistic. I go, not only am I inept sometimes to like social cues or like sometimes I don't know if I'm being made fun of or not, but then I go, the other two is what really makes me think. And he, I go, so there's the overall. And then he goes, so what's the other two? He goes, one, I go, one, when I watch a movie and I think it's really dope, I don't do what normal people do, which is like watch a fucking different movie after. Like if I watch a movie and I like it, I swear to God, like, as God is my witness, as the universe is my witness, bro, I fucking watched the movie, dude, for sometimes three months straight. Like, I'm fucked up autistic. Like, it's it's actually bad. Um, and it's so bad, actually, that the third one made my fucking psychiatrist laugh so much. He goes, so what the fuck is this? He didn't say fuck, but he was like, what the fuck is the third one? I go, I go, so I was looking at my Spotify statistics. He goes, what on earth is on your Spotify statistics that's making you think you're autistic? I go, so last year it said I was in the top 0.01 percentile of listeners in the world for a certain artist. And then he goes, okay. And then I go, and then this year it went higher. He goes, wait, what do you mean it went higher? I go, now Spotify is saying I'm in the top 0.005 percentile of people who listen to their platform is, in Rex, the world. This is what happens if you listen to Dead, Dead Mouse Polaris over and over again. Spotify just like yeah, you know, naming you know charts about, right? after this like, guy or something. Just like, yeah, so pretty much like Spotify told me, bro. Like Spotify essentially told me like, dog, you listen to so much music. Like, it's fucked up. Like, you're just constantly absorbing music or whatever. So when I told him that, 
he goes, oh, okay, like, I see what you mean. Like, because, you know, normal people don't do that. Like, and even well, my family sometimes tell Can me. I ask a question real quick? Huh. Hey, when do you think, you yeah. know how, like, in sports, uh, the, like, the doping became a thing because it was, like, performance enhancing? When do you think we'll get that way in crypto and finance that, like, all you autists are just, like, performance enhanced and the rest of us are just fucked? I mean, it's, like, I wouldn't say changes, I was, you know? I'm performance enhanced, but, like, it was weird. I started seeing a psychiatrist after college because the only reason I thought I was different was because all like my cool like friends that I looked up to that were just, you know how when you meet people and you really like their lifestyle and how they go about things and whatever. One of the little things that were different of, with my life and their life was they were able to manage their ADHD and anxiety with certain tools that weren't really immediately like available to me. So like I just really wanted to like finish school and be like on top of my stuff. So I kind of didn't like see a psychiatrist then because I was more focused on not failing out of school. But then once I got out of school, I was still kind of in some sort of discrepancy because I mean, if you guys went to a school or whatever, like you guys know about like trust fund babies and Nepo babies and stuff. So like, it was just kind of annoying to have to like compete against people that kind of just are able to express themselves artistically without having to focus on other okay, external life responsibilities. And no, 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 it's not bad because they're all my friends and we're all cool. It's just annoying sometimes. So then that's when I went to go see a psychiatrist and then I told him all the stuff, and then he goes, dude, how long have you been this way? <laughs> like, it was kind of funny. I go, what do you mean? Because we did the test, and then he goes, so how long have you been like this? Like, just all the stuff you answered yes to and all that. I go, dude, I've been that way since I was probably fucking six years old or something, but I only started thinking about it now. He goes, bro, you have major ADHD and major social anxiety. He goes verbatim. He goes, if you don't use these tools, like AKA like certain medicine, he goes, it's going to be really hard for you to be part of like the normal world. So are some of these psychiatrists go, like prescribing that you guys just hop on spaces for like 10 hours a day to talk to other similar uh, minds? No, like I was already doing that before I even would see. Yeah, any I was sort prescribed of with that. Yeah. Yep. Wait, your psychiatrist told you to get on yeah, here and doctor's talk to orders. I don't have a choice. Like that Aesop well, rock song where he's with the psychiatrist and he's like, I don't know, maybe get a kitten. Fuck, fuck do I know? <laughs> Rex, by the way, you might need to turn your speakers down in the background because like okay. it's creating some like reverb or something. You guys were talking about okay. space killing you. There was a cool book by Phil played about all the different ways that the, uh, the, the universe will eventually break down and kill you which is pretty fun to read it's, it's, are you it's talking about this thing that. that's gonna happen in it's 2029 like, it's like no. that it, i think as far as or my personal existential depression which i don't understand how any human does not suffer from like debilitating existential depression it's like you're stuck in a fucking meat suit with a stupid ass lifespan you're just sentient enough to understand that you're stupid and like nothing you ever do will ever be that interesting. Nothing anyone you meet will ever do will be that interesting. Yes, yeah, but like, also, then this is the curse they, of knowledge. 
but these meat suits also it's, have all sorts is, of and, neat and, like and and, and to plugins. top it all off i think the most horrifying thing is it doesn't matter and nothing cares. Like, no one cares. I mean, when I say no one, I mean, like, the universe. When when a galaxy explodes, it's not a bad thing. It's not who is there to say that's a bad thing when it destroys, like, billions of life forms. It's not bad. It's just the universe. The universe doesn't fucking care. That's That's what's horrifying to me. You know, there's no escape from it. It's like, you don't want to die because this is it. This is all you get. But it's such a... Such a shit. Such a sh- God. Yeah, that's that's me when I was fifteen. I was like that when I was fifteen, but not. Oh, anymore, I've never escaped God. it. So. Well, it's like this. This is yeah. pretty much the, the what happens. It's like the bite from the tree of knowledge, right? That's pretty much what the that story means. It's that that like knowledge that's cool, the curse of knowledge. The knowledge of these things and sort of intellect does not actually equate to any kind of specific happiness. It's miserable. Like, I'm just, I pray every fucking day that some alien comes and abducts me and puts some implant into my brain so that I can escape this stupid ass life. Like, it's just, it's just, I'm not excited about anything. It's not depression either. Like, I'm happy. I'm just existentially. By the way, I I had a real, like, kind of strange thought just now. Um, Why is it that all the, in the, all the sort of like alien stories, uh, the alien wants to give people like a colonoscopy? Like, what's inside people's butthole that, like, is worth probing at this magnitude? So have like, you not you, heard about... You travel people? from, like, fucking Andromeda to, like, the Milky Way, and it's like, um, I want to find out what's in Rex's butthole. Like, have it's you just not weird. heard about all of the uh, pills that are, are they're studying right now that is literally taken from people's colons? And it's turning out to, or it's promising, seems promising, that it's healing things like uh, autoimmune diseases? Have you heard about that? They did oh, it on m- mice recently. Hmm. Yeah, Look, straight from colon. Looking at like the microbiome of the colon. Yeah. That's what the aliens want. They've been like sending those pills and like all those little things. They want what's in our bowels. Jesus, what the fuck? Imagine if that shit was true. Like, it, wouldn't that be the weirdest fucking outcome? Like, you discover what the, you finally can talk to the aliens and their little pill and whatever, and like you communicate and they're like, yeah, we want your colon bacteria. But how like, how depressing what? is that? Like the most interesting thing about us is we have really cool assholes. Like our assholes do something great. That would be like the mystery of life, right? That'd be amazing. It's like I want to be a gastroenterologist when I grow up. But you're like you're living on Andromeda and it's like you want to be a GI doctor for like another alien. Or something to cure, like cancer, whatever they have, you know, in Andromeda. Like they probably have some other thing. That would that would be perfect if, like, the cure all for cancers was really just in our ass the whole time. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the only thing I can think about is that freaking episode where they like they went to like a yeah. whole different galaxy 
And then when they were in this different galaxy, didn't they, like, weren't they walking around and then they, like, found, like, they're like, oh, look at this. And then, like, the life forms in that galaxy were just fucking exploding randomly and their lifespan was, like, 30 minutes. I don't know if anyone remembers that episode of Rick and Morty where, like, they're, like, interacting with everyone and mid-conversation they just fucking implode into, like, green goo. Like, like that's what the fuck I'm thinking. They're like, hey, yeah, how was your day? Like, what the fuck? And it just happens every fucking 30 minutes. They're like, wait, what's going on? And, oh, yeah, you know, our lifespan is like, <laughs> like, dude, it's so fucking crazy. It's always blown my mind there. I believe there's a type of fly that only has a lifespan of a day, which is, I think most flies live like 15 days to 30 days. Isn't it a fruit fly or no? I don't know, but I'm so I think the I've standard spent so fly much of my life wondering days, yeah. about that. Like, what is it like to just be born and then, and then it's over? But like, the, yeah, what's interesting about flies is they're like they're programmed to fly. There's no training. There's no nurture effect. None of that shit. They wake up. They know how to fly. Right? Like they they don't have any real characteristics. Yeah. Right? It's like they literally just fly around. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's interesting how much like how much can be pre-programmed. That's why like the you know the whole nature nurture argument. It's like as far as we can tell. By the way, it's like ninety percent nature. Like you know, not nurture because it's so much of it's genetic. You you wouldn't believe like the parts of your brain that you just are stuck with because that's just what you got. <laughs> it's just like the roll of the dice or whatever. Like that's like our firmware. Yeah, you got your like firmware. Like the baked in core firmware. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then like you can upgrade it along the way, but it's like your core chip is like an M1. <laughs> yeah, right. But you know, the thing is like people don't like, to, you know the biggest reason why people don't like to talk about this stuff, especially if you're not like, you know, into the, is it because it's too pretentious? It's not that it's pretentious. No, it eliminates. Every, oh, everyone feels bad about it because, like, we all want to believe we are free to be whatever we want to be. Which is true. But, in, but not really, because, like, I want to be free to have, like, the wings of the bird and, like, a turtle shell. Oh, yeah, in that sense. And then, it doesn't take yeah, very long sense, to realize, yeah. wait a minute, we can't just be whatever the fuck we want to be. Like, you know, they're, like, it, we can only be somewhat what our biology allows us to be. And once you realize that, you're like, yeah, in that sense, I agree. And then, so yeah, once you sort of get the meta, then you're like, okay, fine. Like, okay, I have a brain that's half baked. I'm not as smart as Einstein. I don't have the, you're like, I'll go to the, yeah, I don't have the, get I don't have the musical <laughs> like, talent of Zen or I don't have like, you know, your artistic talent, whatever it is. Right. Like you get it at some point. You're like, okay. So like reasonable yeah. people eventually like, uh, submit and say, wait a minute, I'm not going to be perfect at everything. That's fine. And that's kind of the mentally healthy thing to think. It, it, it is actually, but I hate it when people use that as like an excuse to like settle in every aspect in their life. And then you just right. look at them and you're like, wait, like, and so because life's that way, you just don't want to do and, anything fun. But therein lies, like, that's therein lies the paradox. That's the whole point of like the Adam and the Apple story or whatever, right? It's yeah. that like, on the one hand, you could sit around and frolic in the Garden of Eden and say "fuck all." On the other, like or just you can be fucking naked into the, you know thing and see what the Matrix has, what's outside the Matrix or whatever. I think I think it's important. Yeah. Do you guys uh, know what the concept of suspension of belief is? 
kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of like if you're like, watching if a movie or something. Just love yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's something I learned in, I think, drama class of like, anytime you sit down and watch a movie, you're, you know that it's not real, but you let yourself forget about it. I find that in this conundrum, it's essential to have suspense suspension of belief that you you do have free will uh to have like an internal locus of control even though it's not necessarily true even if scientific evidence i I think it's better for the human psyche to lie to itself yeah yeah there are times like that for sure because because that that is the conundrum it's like if you if you look at your hand and you're being completely realistic about it and you're not happy with it then it's like what's the fucking point just give up but that that also sucks so it's i have an interesting i have a theory about this and that is that so once um we became sentient once um the monkey mind was smart enough to become self-reflective and sentient there is an automatic problem that occurs, and that is that um, the more higher and higher orders of logic you go, th- there's actually more reason to be depressed about the universe, not less. So this so is like, true. Actually. Like if you meet a yeah. bunch of kids with Down syndrome and stuff, like they're all happy. Like there's not really like a sad one. Straight up. So the thing is, like, yeah, yeah like, up. like being totally retarded is actually a blessing in that, like, there's not a lot of. Dude, it's literally healthy. And when you yeah. graduate from college, not only do they say have fun, they go engage in childlike wonder every yeah. single day because it's good but for like you. But the, like the, the way I think of it is like, all right, so if if knowledge doesn't get you happiness, what your mind requires in order to sort of not have all of the features of depression is basically it needs to have a delusion generator. And when you're exactly fucking thank you delusion generator is what we call hope and if we don't have the delusion generator that like oh the universe is not going to end and blah 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 we have a life after death and yada 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 you come up with whatever like um theory in your head as to why you should be hopeful some people it's legacy some people it's the afterlife some people it's whatever right like people have their reason to be hopeful but no matter what level it is at some meta it's all bs right like some level like zin said it's just you get to the Nietzsche problem of like nihilism and depression or whatever. And it's, much, it's yeah. that like constant delusion generator in our head that became necessary as a byproduct of sentience. Otherwise you'd have a bunch of people on the planet that would be like, fuck it. I'm killing myself. Like, like, the, like if the world's going to end anyway, I'm, you know, cause like, think about it. Like, yeah. Or that, or they just are stuck on autopilot, which a lot of people are already. But I mean, like funny. the minute you one, once you're sentient enough to real sentient enough to realize that your life is, uh, limited, like your, your friends and your family are going to die one day. Um, and you get, you go even beyond that and say, Oh, whoa, hello. Hello. Science tells us that maybe we'll all be dead one day. Forget about like, um, my friends and family, even my all my generations of progeny or whatever, are all going to be dead one day too. So, like, you get to this point where it's like, the the further down the rabbit hole you go, it doesn't actually get m- less nihilistic; it gets more. Like, <laughs> like, like it's like, and, and it's almost like the universe was sort of built this way. And it's like hope is a weird thing in that my theory is like any sentient being in the universe anywhere it doesn't matter which one it is will ultimately have to have its own delusion generator. And that will, like, hopefulness is a weird sort of like, I don't know what it is, like an emergent property of the universe. And my suspicion is that sentient creatures elsewhere will also have 
sort of this arbitrary reason why they do shit, even though like, even though they know their lives are going to all end and their universe is going to end. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy too, like to add to your point, I, the way I look at it, like the only upper level on top of that, in my opinion, is when you look at it all and then you go, okay, yeah, like I'm just going to create either a thing where you create multiple things that act as like your input to output kind of device to the world, right? So it's like you realize all these things, but then you don't take the stance of just settling in all aspects of your life. You just go, okay, all this shit's fucked up. Like, I don't want to be depressed. So what can I do? I think that's where like we get the most creative people on earth and then they just become, you know, artists or like well-known tech startups or whatever. Cause I think all the people who kind of, yeah, you know how like take part you know how artists will say things like, you know, um, they, de- you know, like derive their creativity from some sort of painful place or like <laughs> me, comedians me. <laughs> are like that too. Like, think about it, like to be funny, yeah. like you have to both know a lot, you have to know a lot of context and you have to be fucking like, understand what's funny about the absurdity of the entire thing and notice how few good comedians there are like there's less good comedians there are like fucking like f1 racing drivers and shit like there's not very many funny people on this planet like not really like exceptionally so like to where you're like hilariously like my stomach hurts yeah there's like there's like a certain like skill set and i think this has been pointed out before like the number of people that are like the F1 racing driver level of comedian is very small. And, and I think it has to do with like some combination of like IQ, EQ, whatever you want to call it. And, and then some like, uh, you have to have this like meta understanding of people and the universe and why it's fucked up in order to make that, make everyone laugh. It's interesting. I think my hope generator is broken. It needs a lot of tweaking. I I find I have to tweak it like throughout the day or it just completely burns out immediately. So it kind of like it needs to be recharged from time to time or what? Yeah, I I also use a cope generator to kind of deal with the faulty hope generator. So I've got a hope and a cope that I try to run at all times. The cope generator. (laughs) No, it's interesting. Like most of the time, um, like, the delusion of hope, you can maintain it fairly consistently. Um, when you can't, especially, is when there's something that reminds you. Because um, part of why we can be sort of delusional is because in our head, we don't live like we're, we don't act like we're going to die tomorrow. Like we tend to like have this image that we're going to live forever. So in, in any moment to moment basis, your sort of default position is I'm going to live forever. The moment that delusion's broken, you get a disease, a cancer, you get a whatever. What you'll notice about people is, is that changes you because like that delusion can no longer exist because you have like a constant reminder on a moment to moment basis that life is short. Like right now we're fucking around this space. We're not really doing anything that important (laughs) and we're just kind of messing around. But like, would we be doing this if we were going to die tomorrow? I don't know about that. Maybe. You know, but you see my point, like there is a kind of behavior that comes from the delusion or the illusion that we're going to live forever. Um, That's why I like that song by Alphaville, Forever Young. I'm not sure if you guys know that song. It's like it sort of like speaks to that a little bit. But anyway. 
I've got major hope and cope generators running on the mostly on the script of like some alien or some scientist is going to find some um, everlasting life thing. And then a billionaire is going to like me enough to give it to me. You know, uh, at all times, what um, the the, I don't know if you guys ever um, remember that uh, movie. I guess there's a series of books and shit too. Interview the Vampire. Did you, get, did you ever watch that, Zen? The one with like Brad Pitt. I read the, the book. I remember the book. Oh, you read the book. So, so um, what's interesting about that story, and it and it does a good job. Like, it made me think deeply about this thing. Like, let's say you could live forever, um, which might be true. Like soon. Like, imagine how bored as fuck you would become. I completely Just disagree. I think the of exact opposite. I think my lifespan makes me <laughs> suicidal. Like this is the number one um, problem with me is like, because I think about all the things I want to do and I'm like, man, if I could, I'd, I'd learn all about astronomy. I'd be an astronomer and I'd have kids and I'd be a mother and I would do music. And it's like, fuck, I only get like one thing. I only get to really try to do no, one thing. The lifespan, our lifespans are a joke, dude. I've said it before. I'll say it again. 220 is the best age to settle down, have kids. 220. Mm-hmm. Like what? I feel. I'm not ready. Like I'm, I'm a baby. I'm <laughs> a baby. Like I'm going to be a baby until I die. Our lifespans are stupid. Yeah, but with the, it is. the difference is that, like, when you're 220, um, you'll be sh- shocked at how jaded you'll be. Wouldn't be a great time to raise kids. They'd be fucking I, crazy. I, I disagree. I they think would, they would can... be crazy. Because there I, would be actually I no... Found that, like, I find that I get jaded, and then I heal, and something changes. You know, I'm not jaded anymore. You don't find that? You just get progressively more jaded? Uh, it's not the jaded. It's like there comes a point. Like so, if you've uh, heard enough stories, I mean, like it's really, really hard to find me a story that surprises me at this point. Like so, the joy and wonder of like hearing lots of interesting new stories compared to like when I was a kid and completely naive versus now. It's like it just takes a lot more to impress me now than it did. At that I point. I agree and- with that, but I think. F- I, I love learning. So I I would love to just be a fly on the wall of everything. I don't think I'd ever get bored of that. You put the thing is, let's say, let's say you knew how let's say you knew how everything worked. Like you knew how most of the universe universe worked, and then you knew how like you know more myself. or less. Biology peace out, Girl Scouts. You know, it's not like a so, tragic or sad thing. It's just like a peace out. Had fun. Thanks. But the way, but the way that movies the 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 way the interview of the vampire kind of like um um sort of portrayed that was if you remember Lestat was kind of he had he went through like a thousand years and he couldn't find a companion that was interesting enough to hang out with. He right? sounds full of himself and retarded, like brain gap issue. I wouldn't show no, but like once you've lived for that, let's let's say five hundred years, who in the fuck are you going to talk to about what exactly? Oh, yeah, because everyone that's your peer is, like, not around. Yeah. Yeah, well, he is stupid because he made a child. He took a child, or I can't remember. It was so long ago, but I remember the, 
Yeah, the girl, because she was like, why did you make me 12 years old? She was going to die, right? Because she was his companion, not in a pedophile way. Or it, I guess it is. Well, no, she, well, she was one of them. But like, the, what's the other guy? Um, I don't remember the other vampire's name, but the, um, was this like a vampire? Yeah. Story? And so the, the, the guy is the one he was actually more um, like his bromance or whatever. But he but then, you know, they knew each other for hundreds of years. But the problem was um, this guy got tired of Lestat after a while. And so like then he got stuck with the problem of being alive and not having anyone to hang out with. And it was really, so yeah, it gets interesting. Um, when, when you live for a really long, if you live for a really long time like that, though, just imagine how much more judgmental you're going to be when like literally everyone's Lilliputians around you in terms of sheer intellect or whatever your experience and whatnot. Right. So I think it would represent a, a challenge in that, like, like our genetic lifespan, the way we're built now, like, our brain was sort of evolved for this to some extent. And if you let, let's say in theory, you could live for a thousand years for some reason. Um, I don't know that our like psyche is really prepared for it. Maybe. I don't know. Really? <laughs> like meaning there's not enough memory to like keep making memories. You think like that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I mean, just struggle. As a, but if we're eliminating that. Just the, like the struggle of sort of existence, because um, like here's the thing: look at the lifespans we have now, and like people have their hope generator broken and are on pills for depression. Like, just imagine, it's like, um, like, you know, I mean, just the exposure to the internet and all the different things has affected people's minds at some level. But just imagine a thousand years of that, and it'd be interesting too. Like, what if you're the only one that could make it, and not everyone can live that long? That would be really yeah. weird. Yeah, like, that's the part that's boring. But, like, if everyone was, like, equally able to extend their, like, life force be because of some sort of upgrade, like, whether that be through Elon or something, I think a lot of people would opt in on that, you know? Oh, for sure. Still, for like, sure people more? would do it. I, I don't disagree. Yeah. They... Yeah. Because have we all seen, like, I don't mean to harp on it a little bit, but this is, like, one of my favorite things to talk about. Like, have you guys seen Love, Death, and Robots yet? Like, it's an old Netflix one. I have not, but, but it has, it's like a should. Oh, you should. You should. Because, it. long story short, it's like, imagine if Pixar came out with a bunch of short films that, like, at the end of it, it makes you think a lot. There's this one episode on Love, Death, and Robots, where it literally shows, like, and uh, it's almost like Marvel, you know, that Marvel in from, um, I forgot what it was, but it was, like, Ultra something, Ultron, Age of Ultron, where it's pretty much this AI thing, and it just kind of changes form, like, every so often, and it goes into different machines or something, and you can't really destroy it. Well, this thing on Love, Death, and Robots was essentially like showcasing what the fucking future would look like if it got to the point of, which we're already doing it now, which is why it's crazy. It's pretty much the idea of digitizing human consciousness to the point where it gets so easy to kind of contain the data as almost like an, like an AI algorithm slash like thing that you upload into any quote unquote suit. So that it's not more that your physical likeliness is preserved. It's more of like your actual essence. So like it's it's mechanical, but it literally is you. And then it just keeps improving. 
and then you can just literally hop from device to device but these devices are like literal humanoid like suits like it was crazy bro it's on love death and robots i'll i'll try to send it to you guys if i figure out what episode it actually is and it's interesting to me because it's like that is kind of crazy because honestly i don't mean to rabbit hole into it too much i feel like maybe that's what a lot of these social media applications are gonna be in the future because after all they are harvesting everything about us our habits how we talk you know we're pretty programmable so it's just kind of cool yeah like it's just cool to think about because the only other thing that's kind of like a conundrum or like whatever is like if we would be able to actually experience it because i think the idea is yeah we can preserve someone's like consciousness or whatever but then maybe not like right like you wouldn't actually be experiencing it it would be kind of like animatronics right or something but it's just a cool thing to think about oh white pump what's up yeah i heard you guys talk about um... generator is just going crazy on that like yeah but what I thought this is my voice. That right i think your cope generator is yeah like, i can hear you why sure. just keep on speaking okay um i heard you guys talking about like living forever and everything and i just want to share with you a story from the hospital there was like uh, a guy he was like 24 years old and he came because of some head ash and everything he had like some symptoms i don't know how to explain all this in english but and then later on on 11th november uh, he had um do you know apoplex do you know what does apoplex mean apoplexy i don't actually <sighs> yeah what is that oh uh demon demon are you there It looks like he's there. So, wait, but like, what? Wait, describe it. What are you trying to describe? Apoplexia is the apoplexia, have... right? Problem yeah, apoplexia. The... Like when you yeah. have like when you when there is not enough uh, um, or two like in your in your brain when it doesn't like enough blood comes in in an area of your brain and uh, ah stroke. What? Oh no, guys! I'm gonna sleep now. It? I'm sorry. Good night. I'm tired. No, no, no. You're <laughs> wait. I so a stroke, and then, and then what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. What about? Yeah, he it? was like still young, and suddenly, like, like he was like, uh, he used to go to the gym and everything, and suddenly, um, he 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 lost the ability to walk, like suddenly, you know, and. One week after that, he lost also the ability to use his hands. There is no, there is no um, control anymore. He can't move anything, and this happened like in one week. Like you can, you can think that you are healthy and you are eating healthy and everything, and you're gonna live like forever. But you never know when anything gonna happen to you. Like you can't even think about living till eighty years old or ninety. Or, you know what I mean? You never know, and that's the yeah, kind of people, thing about Yeah, people life. come up with this shit like we're going to live forever and stuff. There's, like, 
this isn't going to happen. <laughs> like, you know, anything about how this shit works. I can't even Not only that, but imagine like, that. imagine how much risk averse you'd become. It's like, if you knew that your lifespan was going to be 2000 years or something, it's like, wait a minute. Like you got to make sure you don't lose a leg in the meantime. You have to make sure you don't crash the car. <laughs> right. No, yeah, that's actually, you know, so yeah. it's like, you'll, you'll but basically be so risk averse that you'll be like, oh shit, I better hide in my closet over here. Cause I could die and I'm going to lose my other. Yeah. But then we watch movies like Alita battle angel. And then we're like, yes, we need more movies like Alita, the battle angel. That's exactly how it's going to be. No, like, it's you know. literally fine. It's the opposite. It's fine. You lose a leg. Great. You've got thousands of years to invent a nice leg for yourself. Like what? There's no problem. None. You got all the time in the world. A billion dollars on Zentani. Some random bacteria like, you know, like takes off your genitals or whatever. Like you guys haven't witnessed enough nasty shit. Like you'd have to, you'd have to like cover oh, every possible. Dude, what are you? Start, our then you, the you get to study you. fucking and grow that shit back. Like period. Well, oh, you're just referring to sentience in a human brain, right? I mean, what we are seeing right now with AGI is probably the thing that you really want to look into, and how they would actually behave in with the eternity in front of them, right? So I'm going to I'm going to live on a like a NVIDIA GPU one day. Yes, there we go. (laughs) That's the spirit. No, that's literally the spirit, bro. Because, dude, I just you cannot tell me that you're an unlimited liquidity company like Apple. And that's literally not the end goal. Like, I just cannot believe that. Like, just, you know, like because we hear around so many companies start out as one thing and then. And once like so many years go by, all of a sudden they're doing that thing, but then another thing on the back end. And then I don't know if you guys know about this company called Illumina, but it's literally a freaking DNA sequencing company. And don't ask me how I know, but just it is. It's called Illumina. And it just makes you think like, what are they doing with these 23andMe websites? And then there's like companies like Illumina. And then there's companies that like harvest our data and like all these AI companies are literally modeling us, not just our behavior, but like the audio. That's got to be what it is. Yeah, the, the, Ch- the Chinese don't actually have um, kind of like the moral com- problem that the West does in terms of like genetic modification yeah. and whatnot. Um, and, and the reason yeah. is because like they are fairly, they're very highly discriminatory in the sense that like, Oh, don't call this race that and don't, you know, make fun of me this. Like, no, that they're extraordinarily like forget about racist. It's like basically like they have no problem whatsoever with eugenics. Like no problem at all. In other words, yeah, the end goal yeah. is like we should use our tech to make our species better than the other guys. So it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all if like um in Asia in particular, China in particular, that um there's quite a bit of that going on as far as like not only using genes, but try to figuring out ways to sort of like make superhumans and what have you. Yeah. And not just that, Sefi, I'm glad you mentioned it because it seems like you're kind of knowledgeable in that. Like, dude, like I'm, you know, I'm part Chinese and stuff and dude, literally part of the culture, certain ruling dynasties, like of the families in control early, early, early on in its history, a lot of the like you know how there's like you know stone tablets within that culture and just china is notoriously known as like the number one civilization that has kept all its history 
like a lot of its history has been preserved and none of it's been destroyed ever really because they're good at that at just keeping it um a lot of like the initial very notable dynasties were compared to like in kind of i wouldn't say bible but just in the early days they were a lot of them were compared to literal beings that fell from the sky because they were just so different from everyone else so i feel like that's where it stems from and even like indian culture there's stuff like that where like well, india india is certain- interesting in that like you're talking about something like five thousand years of eugenics like because what the caste system basically is is a system of intermarrying um so for yep. example if you have like people that are in the business class they'll tend to marry other people in a business uh caste or like the kings will only marry kings and the priests will only marry priests and stuff as far as like the, the genetic lineage and what that's resulted in and people don't realize how um so you know how like dogs were kind of created you know like the modern dog is like there we go now we're right talking. the modern this dog the didn't exist shit. like this is the real right shit. like a million years ago whatever it's all like wolves and shit right human beings sort of like domesticated yep. dogs and bred them and whatever else exactly. but in, in india what's interesting is that the the if you actually meet people um you know how people say oh you shouldn't stereotype others and da da no in india yeah. you can most definitely stereotype people because their behavior is extremely oh, yeah. patterned so if you take like yeah. people that were trained to be, say, for example, um, business class as opposed to real, ruling class, you'll notice that their behavior is very specific. Like in the U.S., for example, an Indian will be like, you know, they'll have they'll they'll be like worth ten mil, and they'll have a Honda Accord, right? Like why? Because like they don't have they have very very little like material interest, and they'll reinvest practically everything. And then if you see an Indian in that cast that has like a Mercedes, they're probably worth like 50 mil. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the way that you should scale up what their car is compared to what their net worth is, you'd be shocked. And, it, and it's not, and it's consistent. Yeah. And so like Indians, for example, in that cast, particularly own like 90% of the hotels in America today. Like, it's amazing how. Like, so that's cool that you know it's that. like literally like genetically programmed to be fucking amazing business people is that one particular group. And then if you meet people in the different castes, so if you go to like the priest caste, for example, you're like, oh, OK, this guy knows fucking eight languages. And then his kid knows seven and his kid knows eight. And like the number of uh, they literally were bred to memorize large quantities of fucking poems and whatever, you know, that's in the religion. This is this is actually fact. Yeah. Because when I was going to school in Asia, I went to like a specialized like Montessori advanced program. And people always freak out when I say this, and I rarely say it, but I do when I feel comfortable in certain spaces. Dude, before we were in first grade, they had us memorize every country and every country's capital on planet. Yeah, Earth. I was in a Montessori type thing too. I did the same. You know I didn't know, what I mean? all the, I like, dude, know all the countries and capitals and where they were. And all dude, the isn't that crazy funny. how, like, in your school, did they do the thing, too, where, like, you guys were dissecting frogs before first grade? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that shit's crazy, huh? Like, it's kind of fun and it's cool, but when you realize most of the world didn't go to school like that. Yeah. And pretty much the teachers ran the curriculum versus Montessori style, which is the students get to pick. Yeah, we just did whatever we what wanted. The learning. Pretty much. It's like we run the shit and then we don't really get in trouble because everything's a group effort. Yeah, I was etching circuit boards and stuff when I was in like, when was the first time, like sixth grade or something? 
acid. Dude, no wonder I fuck with everything you say, bro. Everything <laughs> you say, I'm like, I'm like, how come he gets it? Like, how come everyone else is retarded? Like, I don't fucking get it. Like, let's go. But yeah, like I think that the um the the this kind of like the the, the Chinese and stuff I think are, have no qualms against the like genetic modifications and all of that shit. And but the problem with it is, and this is where the the trouble comes in is like the whole point of evolution is that the organism does not know the future and therefore genetic diversity is necessary because you don't know if we're going to live in a world where an asteroid hits us we don't know we don't live know if we're going to live in a world where some massive you know pandemic hits us we don't know if we're going to be like you know half the world's going to be underwater or a desert so genetic diversity is about like surviving a variety of possible futures and when you think you're smart enough to know what that future is, and you decide you're going to gamble like the future of your civilization on that genetic pathway, the question is, are you actually going to outbid sort of the universe in terms of figuring that out? And I'm highly doubtful that that's the case. Like, like our ability to sort of... Like meaning, like, what are you going to do yeah. based on the fact that like, okay... This is like the genetic trajectory, and like, what do I do with it? Kind yeah, of. like what, like you're gonna make our teeth sharper or duller. Like you don't even know what the food source is gonna be at that point. So like, how would you do this? And so the thing is like the teleology. Teleology is a study of not evolution, but why something evolved the way it did. And it's almost an impossible thing to study because like obviously there's millions of inputs into every single event of why things evolved the way they did. It's like, you know, billions and trillions of whatever permutations of shit that had to come together to make you, you know, what you are today. <laughs> like there is no going back and figuring it all out. You'd have to go back to the big bang. It's a very deterministic like universe. So, so, right? so you're saying like my stormtrooper clone army is going to be eradicated by some stupid disease and it's a stupid idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aliens are going to come and probe the stormtroopers ass. And next thing you know, like, you know, whoops, I didn't plan for that problem, right? The more the more we learn about diseases, the more we learn like these weird correlations to other things that we never would have thought. It's like if you get rid of one autoimmune disease, you could be getting rid of like an artist type or some Right. Like, there's right. so many things that we're finding linked, like with the like the new studies coming out on um women's miscarriages being linked to scent. Yeah, like having weird. a good sense of smell is showing to actually give women a higher rate of miscarrying. So if you start messing and tinkering with these things, so I 100% am on the same page. Yeah, it's like, like, can you actually predict enough to to gamble, let's say, huge amounts of resources or whatever in, in like picking a trajectory? And to some extent, I guess, like since sentience began, that's all we've ever really done is just fucking gamble and hope for the best. Like to some extent, that's what we've done. Right. Like in every aspect of what people, like, on a macro scale. like, I mean, like yeah. when, when, you know, the, 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 the first nuclear weapon was set off, it was like, well, the atomic bomb, wait, is it going to blow us all up or not? Like, you know, it wasn't really obvious that the world wasn't going to be completely destroyed. And, you know, ultimately like it turned out the calculations were that probably it wouldn't be blah, blah, blah. And here we are still. But the thing that's is why. like, that's why astrology exists, right? So, you, you yeah. know, you were talking about the alien proctologists, right? And I think to them, that's probably just what astrology is to us. Just like, look at that human, you know, find out the future. 
<laughs> but yeah it's I, I think the um like the inability to know the future um exactly is what makes like life necessary and evolution is like the only way it could actually work just just interesting yeah. it's like a it's like a fundamental of the universe and and the uncertainty so um to the extent that like um like there really isn't time either so like there's no evidence so far that like you can evolve to become something that the future has not had predicted yet like let's say for example like in the future there was going to be an orange um like there's going to be an orange plant that lives all over your area and there's going to be a predator that um is going to be after you and therefore you're going to pre-evolve into sort of like an orange creature to hide from the orange plant. Like, like it, there's not any evidence that like, that life can see the future. And it's not even really clear that time actually exists anyway. Time may be just an epiphenomenon of like the motion of the relative position of particles. So it's not like you can actually know the future in any capacity and therefore evolution has to exist because it's the only way to create like that the diversity uh so that uh every, everything doesn't die off like as a window into the future almost um well no like like evolution is just the concession that the future is unknowable that's kind of the way i say it evolution is the concession hmm. that the, it's the it's the it's what the only option chemistry has to you know and how life evolves because it there, it can be in no other way because the future is unknowable. It's it's the concession that that battle was lost, and therefore, like evolution is the only way forward. So, would you say like algorithms that predict like the trajectory of like a moving object or something wouldn't be considered that? Because I feel like certain things like that, certain computer programs, like even weather reading programs or like programs like depict like when like kind of meteors kind of fly by earth i feel like things like that are kind of like future predicting things even though it's not time yeah like like future question like sentience is a predicting thing right like you because you you now like sentience allows you to sort of like predict some features about objects it helps you to predict some basic physics things so like the Newtonian world is essentially, yeah, mostly force equals mass times acceleration and like, you know, your ability to sort of like tell where a car is going to go. It's like the basis for engineering fundamentally. But the quantum outcomes are that the butterfly effect stuff, the stuff that's like, well, yeah. if I do this and I do this and I do this, the problem is like, you know, you have a multi-body problem and it's just like the permutations spread out to infinity. And therefore, like, yeah, exactly. you don't really meaning it's not a predict. It's not a predictive thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's just a happening. Like, it's not like it's happening and predicting. It's more like it's just it's happening. And then, yeah, yeah, like meaning only until the event happens. That's when you realize that's what like meaning that's when you realize the catalyst for it was the butterfly. Are we saying are we so we're all retro causality enjoyers in here? Kind of, but then if you're spiritual, you would say that the best way to predict the future is to create it, and that's like the only argument I have with that. Yeah, it's like, well, as far as we know, the past is deterministic, the future is quantum. That's about all you have to say. And and then our lived experience is essentially that too, by the way. It's like, if you were to say, like, 
why did you know why am i standing here today having this conversation it's because like i don't know some monkeys fucked like a million years ago and they say okay why did monkeys fuck a million years ago it's because there was like jungles to fuck in and like okay well how did the jungles yeah, emerge? well the planet had to exist well for that to happen there had to be a sun and whatever and for that to happen there had to be a galaxy blah 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 and it goes it's just deterministic string of events all the way back to the big bang so it doesn't like there is yeah. no sort of like chain spot in the causality where you're going to be able to identify this. And then even the Big Bang, you don't even know because like it's a cloud. You can't even tell what's happening there either. So and, and even if you could, you're not going to exactly know what particle hit what and why. Like it's all just kind of. Um, I thought that retrocausality yeah, like mm-hmm. retro was looking at explaining the double slit experiment as the future determines the past. So like the 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 future has already happened. Oh yeah. And well, so the past is an outcome. Things in the future are affecting things in the past. Am I, I have a different. About that understanding? That's a cool. Theory. As far as I can tell about the way quantum mechanics and physics works, there is no actual like time does not actually even exist. This concept of past yeah. and future doesn't actually exist. There's only the ever present now, technically speaking. Because like. It, because it's the only one we can experience. Yeah, the Big Bang actually is yeah. still there, just like we're still we're here. It's all just in relativistic time. I mean, it's all relativistic, mm-hmm. so it just seems like time has passed to our mind, but it's, there's no actual time in that sense. So there's no future, really. Maybe that boomers don't talk. All like there this. is is the, there, all there is is the relative <laughs> position of particles, and that's it, and that is all. Like there is no like time is simply a constant that we have sort of put together to kind of explain the relative proportionality of these things but there's no actual like think about it like uh uh to measure time you have to create what like okay an atomic clock and that's not perfect either by the way so there's no actual perfect time piece and yeah, not only that but i mean unless it's a sand and, and don't, and don't forget time is different depending on where you are in the in the universe right now so like time the is time is different effect of gravity that's all yeah, gra- between gravity and yeah, exactly. So you on all the different gravity wells, the, even the perception of time is different, even for humans. Like so your time is different um, if you're on the Empire State Building than if you're on the ground because you're rotating at a faster speed there. So it's like, does everyone here believe in the relativity thing? We're like someone on top of a mountain for 10 years. Is it's not that we believe the fucking GPS is actually correcting every second for Yeah. Yeah, problem, GPS you know? is, yeah, it's proving your phone that general relativity is a thing. You know, this, this is not yeah, yeah, we know general relativity is a thing, but when I think Rex is talking about the subjective experience, right? Are you saying like uh, the the thing about how when you're on top of a mountain, someone who's at the bottom part of like all the way underneath is definitely going to experience time at a different rate, and then when those people meet again, it'll seem like the person on top of the mountain kind of is like way younger than like the other person that's kind of like the thing i heard recently which is interesting not so much way younger but it depends on how much how big that mountain actually is like so Uh, yeah it gets yeah but it gets mesmerizing to think about it either way like but yeah exactly if you were to travel close to speed of light and come back and everyone else has had um, the size of the mountain is basically the gravity that you're experiencing between the different points that's what actually makes a difference in the time dilution yeah well there's the the velocity as well so it's like the the mountains traveling at a faster speed than the people at the ground because you know the earth is rotating plus that you know so that's the radius of the of the rotation is different for the people at the top or on top of everest compared to whatever anyway the thing is like 
you just take that to the nth degree and the, you realize, wait a minute, hold up a second. Like, okay. So like there's a guy in a rocket ship and he's, you know, flying half the speed of light and, and he's much uh, uh, younger than you are and your time's passing faster. Uh, once you realize this and you break out of the mental model of like time itself, it's like time is essentially a, a like a meaningless construct and doesn't actually even exist. There's not a, such a thing. Like the, 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 like time is uh, constant, but it's not an actual physical property necessarily. It's pretty interesting. So there's no going back in time and there's no going to the future or whatever else. It's just the molecules sort of like, you know, rearranging themselves and the, the motion of things at any given moment is gives you the perception of time. Even how like atomic clocks work, it's the motion of the atoms that results in the, the measurement of the supposed time. Or the move. Dude, Sethi, yeah. where did you come from, bro? Like, I can't believe I never came into this space before because, like, I know this sounds very, like, dumb and crazy and rabbit holy tinfoil shit, but this is, like, the everyday shit I talk about with, like, my friends from school. Yep, it's fun stuff. <laughs> like, this is fucking sick. That's cool. Yeah, good catching up with you. <laughs> we don't always go complete nerd like this. Uh, when Bruce is here, we're usually fucking around half the time, too. So we try. Where are you speaking? I can't hear anything. Oh, you can't hear me? Well, I can hear you. Oh, I think. No, but can you hear Sefi? Is he speaking? I think Rex, you lost. Yeah. He might. Okay, come, hold on. Might have to come back. Yeah, if you change like Wi Fi or whatever, it, it, it drops you and messes with your connection. Let's see if I can get him back. Anyway. So, did you miss. Uh... No, let's not talk about Wabi and his. <laughs> Wabi. <laughs> He's always coming up with a stupid story. You know, it's like. <laughs> it usually ends in some sort of like orange juice or something. I don't remember what. <laughs> orange juice. He always cycles back to the orange juice for some reason. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway. No, Wabi's sort of autistic in his own right in a different way. It's kind of funny. Yeah, but he always gets so pissed when you start talking about girls and get your life together. He's like, mm, you know, he's really getting silent. Yeah, he's got this kind of weird aversion to actually meeting an actual woman. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, what are we talking about here? No, just a friend of ours that yeah. hangs out here sometimes. <laughs> and he starts singing, you know. Starts doing karaoke and shit. I'm not, yeah. You know, honestly, he hosted some spaces in the middle of the bear market when everything was red, you know, and he was... Yeah, like, yeah, he's totally like, the whole time. Just <laughs> drink coping, <laughs> like, going crazy. <laughs> well, Wabi was pretty fucking depressed because his bags got absolutely fucking wrecked last bear market, so... <laughs> See, that's why you take profits, bro. Yeah. Like well. when I, dude, when everything went red during the initial first few months, that was the only moment I was happy in crypto initially because I was like, thank God, like at least I don't have some liquid in any of this shit. Like, you know? Bruce is kind of pissed because, like, so while Wabi was depressed and shit and whatever, like, Bruce kind of helped him out to kind of, you know, get his mind together. And um, he didn't meet Bruce Rex. He's usually here, but he's kind of ran off somewhere. Anyway, he helped Wabi and whatever. And then recently, um, Bruce created this token called Autism. And um, Rex, no. you should, wait, you should, Rex, oh, you need to make that, wait, yeah. is that the actual? Uh -huh. Is it dollar sign Autism? Because yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, that's our our, our, Ooh, little, that's our little goofy project. 
And the whole concept of autism is you give it away free to people. Um, Rex, by the way, get like download Leap Wallet and get an uh, injective address and send it to me. I'll send you some. Anyway, like. Ooh, so, yeah, yeah. T- like, show me whatever that is, like, at a later time. Like, I'm down to No, but it's it. funny, but it's, so the token's called autism, and the, the story goes, um, he sent a bunch of us some so that we could pass it out to different people and stuff and give it away and whatever. Dude, just, like, as a fucking gift bag, just, like, here you go, autism yeah, for you, autism for you. And the funny thing is, yeah, like, yeah, here's the gift of autism for you. So, like, the whole point is to give it away, and everyone, you know, so, like, uh, Bruce sent me a whole bunch and, like, I don't know, a million autism or something. And um, and it's funny because, like, when it first um, when it first sort of, like, hit the market and whatever, and people were, you know, pumping it or whatever on Injective, because it was, like, meme coin season, um, like my, you know, the, the amount was worth like, I don't know, 30 grand or something that he gave me. No way. A million autism was that much. Before? Yeah. Yeah. So you know how it is with these things. Like the, this is meaningless. Market yeah, caps, right. Like, you know, they, 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 they yeah. go down, whatever. So like, you know, I was giving it away and people were like, oh, wow, you gave me like a thousand bucks with autism, whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And, um, so he gave Wabi some. And he, the whole point was he was supposed to like keep some of it and then give the rest away to people and like spread the word. And uh, Bruce is completely pissed at Wabi because Wabi goes and he sold the entire bag and he's like, "Oh, Bruce gave me twenty thousand bucks and I sold it." He's like, "Dude, that's not what you're supposed to do with the thing. Like, you know, you're not supposed to jeet the bag I gave you." Like, <laughs> so it was like a test. Yeah, but you're like, wait, I thought we were supposed yeah. to give this for free yeah, to a, people. This, like... this was a purity test. It was like, who's gonna like see that much money and then just not be able to like you know sell it and keep it like what yeah yeah so he's like are you saying that you failed the test oh my god that's so funny which is funny because like yeah yeah like but but like we help each other out so like like for example the other day i was on ox.fun or whatever i was like i don't like know how to connect to this thing and like move money so he sent me a thousand bucks and we just he showed me how to play on the thing or whatever <laughs> like but but like like you know bruce and my, my bruce and uh myself like you know we always find some alpha and stuff make each other rich or whatever we don't care we just enjoy the like fun of all this nonsense and you got um, that, bro. it's like a it's like a game for us it's just fun and like you know you have to have fun in this whole thing um you don't get up too t- uptight about this shit oh no my bag's going down or whatever no like you have to like yeah, because then you'll actually be depressed, like what Zindani was. Yeah, you, you really have to kind <laughs> of like you have to let go of all that shit. You have to kind of like treat this stuff like a game. It's just a gigantic fucking RPG video game, as far as I'm concerned. It really right? is, and honestly, like, I think I think you lose the game the moment you see like a big win, and then kind of don't want to give some away. In my opinion, just because yeah. I just. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone's family is different, but like I said, growing up, like, we always did stuff for, like, the neighborhood and, like, just everyone's family, just, like, giving stuff, like, whatever, we have extra this, here you go. So it's just, like, I don't know, right? I don't know if it's greed or whatever, but I think, in my opinion, personally, it's more fun when you have tons of something that no one really has, and then you kind of just want to, like, teach them about it, if not just give it to them, right? Yeah, know. but like, so the autism coin is like kind of like a um, interesting, fun experiment um, just to see kind of what people would do with it and stuff. Um, so, yeah, like now, like whatever he gave me is worth like, I don't know, 3000 or something, whatever it went down. But who cares? The thing is, like the the point is to sort of send it out, give it away and um, make an interesting thing out of it. 
And, you know, maybe like meme coin season comes and thing pumps. But like the whole point is if you distribute to lots of and you're only supposed to give it to people, by the way. So if if you get some, you're only supposed to give it to someone you believe is like virtuous and deserving of this. So it's like a virtue. That's so freaking cool. You don't, you don't give it to just anybody. You don't just do giveaways and shit. You're like, okay, wait, like, let's find some. Like to just some random fucking fuckhead. Yeah. Like, here you go. So the whole point (laughs) is like, you want to, you want to build a community of people that um, behave virtuously. And if they sell and get out, whatever, they're out. Like, that's fine. And then maybe like later you do something interesting with that group of people or whatever. Um, did, did Wari sell for like, like 20k? I think he did. Yeah, like he's like, oh, I made 20 bands and I went and bought whatever else. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sold later. I don't like, like a fucking membership token. Like that's so sick. Yeah, it's like w- w- when he was really, really upset. Like Bruce helped him and stuff. So it's like, um, you know, it, like we all know that these market caps. You know how they work, right? Like you, you, know, you there's like one percent liquidity and like you know, oh, it's worth 10 million dollars. No, it isn't. Like it's worth nothing. It like as soon as you start selling, the price dumps, right? So like, like, like so to it's like it's like you're dumping on all your friends essentially. If you go and sell, you you get it for free, and you're supposed to hold on to it, give it away, and whatever, you know, go with the ethos of the thing. And if anything, like, if especially if you know your friends, you should know not to do this, right? Like, duh. So it's kind of funny how like um, someone just geez. yeah, just it's not cool to kind of do this. Like it's like what the hell. Um, so anyway, yeah, that was kind of the story. Lesson learned. I like that a lot. Well, I, I think it was just going to happen, you know? <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, and whatever. Stuff. I mean, like some people will sell and stuff. Like, you know, it's also, um, it's mesmerizing when you see that much money all of a sudden for some people. It's like, whoa, like... Dude, so. when you said the number, like, well, that's not quote-unquote my number, but trust me, I haven't seen a like that in crypto at all. So when you said that number, it's, I just it's go, a chunk oh of my money. god, like that's <laughs> yeah, it's a chunk. Yeah, it's a good chunk. Like, like obviously, if you're experiencing the life of an elite, it's almost just like, oh wow, that's cool. I might just give the whole thing away to like multiple people, which is also fine. But just either way, it's just like a cool number. You know, it's just like a number that's like, oh, I can do cool shit with this. You know? Yeah, but on the on the other hand, it's like it's not like uh, Bruce and I didn't tell him a, a gajillion ways to make a lot of money. So it's like it's like um, the, the the point is like uh, it, it's a it's it's not the right moment when when your when your buddies create this thing to then like it's just a weird. Well, to yeah. just like liquidate the whole thing. Yeah, like what are you doing? Like it's literally you're dumping on all your friends. It's just like it's just not cool. Anyway, whatever what can you do but you you definitely learn about people quickly right based on what it's interesting in this space how quickly you learn about people like who who is legit yeah i think the only thing that comes into my mind when you say that is like i think the topic recently was like or at least the current meta in some communities right now is like oh yeah everyone's chill but then once the zeros and their accounts start changing or like increasing you start to see like a certain amplification of certain behavioral traits of course of course yeah you know what it probably is it's it's more like that um i think it's easier for a lot of people to be themselves in something like spaces around strangers than it is in real life yeah but also like uh the people that got wrecked last season and the season before or whatever, and the people that stuck around 
um, especially during bear market times when everything's boring and nothing exciting about like coin prices to talk about or whatever. Um, I, I think that was a good like um, social curation process where you definitely met a lot of folks. Uh, so when people say it's like the friends you meet along the way, they're not kidding. Like <laughs> that's really what it is, right? That is fun. So like at that point, you then your circle gets bigger, and then realistically, actually, you're um, like it's interesting how the crowdsourcing of a bunch of smart people put together, coupled with like people that are reasonably virtuous, uh, what it ends up getting you is like a circle of people that um, can actually make you a lot of money, oddly enough, because like, you know, one of the friends I had that we, we met up on here was like, um, his handles up and his, um, he kind of like, was like, Hey, you got to really check out this proof of work coin. It looks really interesting. Um, this is the reason why it's cool. And I'm like, all right, if, if you say, get it, I'll get it. Like, I don't even like, I would, I literally went and bought it without actually even knowing what the fucking thing was. I was like, Oh, that sounds interesting enough. If you say, get it, I'll do it. And so I pick it up and, you know, like the thing like five X's or 10 X's or whatever, the minute I buy it. Um, and, um, and, uh, you know, and the, the point is like, I would never have known about that particular thing. Um, but you know, by the pure chance that he happened to be on spaces and we were chatting and he says, look into this and already happened to have a relationship with him. because I knew the guy, right. So for a while, and I knew like, you know, he's legit and he tends to travel in those circles or those discords or whatever. I'm not going to oh, like meaning he wasn't just some like random. Yeah, it was like a word of mouth yeah. marketing. But at the same time, yeah. like if it was just some random person that said it, would I have necessarily looked into it? No, it's because he said definitely not because that's not how word of marketing word of mouth yeah. marketing works it literally word of mouth marketing is what it's called because it only works and it's only efficient if the person telling it to you is like a best best friend or like family member or something right like some, or someone who you believe yeah, or some knows or what someone doing. you look up to yeah someone who exactly, you think knows yeah. what they're doing in that sphere and whatever and is rational and whatever um because you already know that this person doesn't even like most things in life so then whenever they <laughs> yeah, mention something exactly it's like whenever they mention something you're like oh, okay good shit because i know you hate everything <laughs> right right i know you're at least um discerning enough that like i can yeah. i can trust your taste to some extent and um which is why i love people who kind of like are nihilistic, but like if everyone has seen like american idol like i love people who are like like a simon cowell because you know they're being genuine. Like, they're not saying everything is cool because it's fucking whatever. Like, they're being a Simon Cowell because they're like, no, this is bullshit. What the fuck is this? Like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, it's not just that. It's like, um, it's also the type of person that, you know, he knows that I know that all of this shit is risky. Like, you know, there's monetary risk and there's smart contract risk. There's chain risks. There are all sorts of bullshit, right? team dumping on your risks whatever and he knows that i know all this shit and he doesn't have to explain all that shit to me so when you once you get a group i can listen some of those risks for you we've got a smart contract <laughs> auditing company but like the thing is like once you once you are around people that sort of get the picture a bit you can speak on a level that's different than you can with just random normies or whatever who doesn't don't know the space well don't know the concepts and like once you have a, a sizable enough group of people that understand these things that's how you wind up knowing the alpha for like some of the really 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 early things and not only that but all the other weird shit about valuations and blah 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 and oh what that's priced too high or 
VCs are going to dump on your ass or whatever. All of those things you start realizing. And um, it's just not obvious, like when you're early on in this, this game. And um, I think there's like a brotherhood that comes from like knowing people that kind of like have been through all this, understand the nuances and you can talk to each other about something without having to like, qualify every statement you're talking about like tacit knowledge or what the idea of tacit maybe yeah or i'm not sure the term but like yeah okay so the concept of tacit knowledge was taught to me actually the idea is it's knowledge that if both parties know it it can be communicated simply by like a small look or like yeah. how you say something in tonality yeah like for example he does, he's not gonna have to say to me oh by the way it's not financial advice but you know what I mean? Like all this other bullshit. Like it's like it's I'm just like, I get the, it, with how he formulates the sentence. Yeah. You will already understand. Like it's like everything. I get it, dude. It can go to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like it's like you're. Not, yeah, yeah. Like I got it. I got you it. know, it's like give me the fucking contract. Yeah, tell gotcha. me the contract address or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's just kind of a thing that you build up with people in you know this industry as a whole. People that you talk to day to day or frequently or whatever. You just you figure out people that you know you trust their alpha or you don't and if they tell you something you fucking ape if you trust them <laughs> yeah that's all it is and and it's like almost like crowdsourcing in a sense like are you going to be able to be at all places at all times no are you going to be able to do your own research and everything oh hell no you're going to you're going to go down the rabbit hole on a few things that you think are interesting for some reason they resonate with you for some reason and the reality is like that can blindside you because you go down a rabbit hole, something you like, you probably will invest too much in it and you, you'll be blindsided by whatever fucking chaos happens from it. On the other hand, um, you know, like if you know nothing about it and someone else does, um, you might fade it because you just think like, well, I don't, there's a tendency for us to have, um, I forget the name of the paradox. It's uh, da da it's kind of, I think it's called the Lucasian fool, um, where basically like the thing that you know, like you know about it, you're automatically biased towards it, like compared to something you don't know or someone else knows about. So it's an interesting thing. So it's like if you can give up some of your um, maybe you give up some of your control and you give it to other people at some level. And you let them do the research and figure it out. And you're like, okay, yeah, I mean, he did the work, whatever. I'm going to buy some of this coin or whatever it is. Then that's sort of a, um, but you do it in a, in a positive way in the sense you're not going to blame the person if your coin goes to zero. Like if you're around those kind of douchebags, like it's not good. <laughs> like, you know, um, it's, yeah. it's a useless experience if you're going to blame people for your problems. So you have to really be around people that have been wrecked to some extent, because the wrecked folks are the ones that sort of realized, hey, wait a minute, like this universe is not fair. Like, you know, you, it doesn't help if you blame other people. It's like, it was your money, you did what you wanted with it, blah, blah, all of that stuff. You can get past all of that and then get to the meat of the matter, which is like the more nuanced. If you What's haven't the name been wrecked, the, you the haven't been doing this long enough or you're doing it wrong. <laughs> What's that, Noob? Sorry. Uh, the paradox of the Lucasian fool, or what was the name? I think it's the Lucasian fool, um, not a paradox, but it's the Lucasian fool, I believe is what it is. And it's like the <laughs> this idea that the, the, the world that you know or the experience that you have biases you towards that particular experiences versus all other things. So, for example, um, let's say you, you own a Porsche and it's like, okay, so you like the thing. 
And so now you're biased in favor of that as opposed to any other car that might exist out there. Maybe there's better ones or whatever. But in your head, the bias is always towards a thing you know. So it's like the devil you know versus the devil you don't or something. Like, I don't know what the phrase would be. But, um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting kind of a concept. And that, like, uh, I think we all do it to some extent. But some people do it way more than others. Like, it's an ego thing, too. It's like... Um, I'm really smart and I know this thing. So therefore it must be awesome or something. It's like this yeah. feedback loop. It just plays out like your hypocrite theory, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the, yeah, exactly. So, but anyway, it's like, uh, but once you get a group of people and you kind of understand each other's vibe and understand the, the nature of it, then like it becomes possible to, um, you know, more quickly act upon information that they might have or find opportunities based on that um in this space it's kind of interesting anyway and there's a lot of stuff that you learn that you don't care about like for example like i don't really care about digging through nft things and figuring out what's going to go up and watch the auction house and figure out like when i'm going to sell it or whatever like i just couldn't bother i could just couldn't be bothered with it really i'd rather just click a button and know what you know know that i have somewhere to sell this thing or whatever so like you you figure out your personality what you like but like some of the nft crowd like totally digs into that whole thing of like oh i'm gonna find the next new collection i'm gonna go to the whitelist i'm gonna go to the discord and, da, 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 da. and they get that that's a whole rabbit hole that they go into and eventually you realize wait a minute i don't want to do all that shit like so you definitely find people that like do your thing or um you know maybe like uh do similar things uh because it's hard, it's hard to spread um it's hard to spread yourself too thin too because it's really hard to keep up with what's going on around here otherwise so anyway hmm yeah i sold my autism it's like two days after i got it <laughs> i told bruce first and then i bought like a zrs with it okay yeah and it's like worth a lot, just so all, all know. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's fine. We don't really care. It's just funny. Yeah. No, it's 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 cool. You know. I don't know what I'm I'm gonna do. Probably donate it to charity one day. You know. But you have to pump the bag first, Sefi. You know. <laughs> you have to pump it first. <laughs> yes, but Sefi's looking good, by the way. I think. Um, fine. I think Let's see where it goes from here. Huh? I hope we just get a nice impulse move over the next couple of days. Yeah, there's kind of like everything kind of like chilled um, the last few days. Um, kind of like everything's going sideways and stuff, just doing nothing. Um, it's kind of funny how the the market works like that. Like it's almost like everything goes on pause for a while. It's strange. Yeah, every time it. So odd. It's like you have to get the people to sell their stuff. You know, it's not necessarily just have to. Uh, it just not it has to go down. I think it's too bullish right now for like seeing really bad red candles right now. Maybe after the halving, you know. But right now, it's it's just not possible. It's just going to to be too costly to the people that really want to play this game. But if people are like, yeah, nah, this shit's not going up much more, and now I still am in the in the positive so just sell it you know and then 
there goes the next move. Yeah. All that really happens is there's it's like a repeated gamble after repeated gamble. So what happens here is like things will stay calm for like a few days or a week or whatever. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, ooh, it looks stable now. And so like people start placing their bets slowly. They start placing longs, they place pl placing shorts. And then all of a sudden, like you have this burst move because whichever direction it goes in, it liquidates everybody in the other direction. So then you know, and then it all of a sudden it looks like it's exciting all at one time. And then of course, when there's a lot of action, everyone pays attention. And then of course, like they buy more stuff. And so it, it, or sell more stuff, whatever the case may be. And so you get these big moves all of a sudden. So it's like, it's just nonstop. Um, over and over and over again, this happens. And it's just endless. <laughs> like, uh, there's always um, something with like there's always something moving somewhere, but um, like if you use like Crypto Bubbles um, page or whatever, and you pull it up, like today, PNG. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's up 140 percent today. Smog is up 23. Zeph is up 13. Lit is up 20.5. So like you have something moving always somewhere, but like you know, for everything to go green at once, it's takes a complete raging bull market or something and we haven't yeah, really yeah. seen well you know what i find kind of interesting it seems like link is a real is really becoming a big liquidity buffer so every time we see some retracement on link it seems like someone is loading to to pump bitcoin you know almost did, did yeah, you I'm see not, that I'm, under, I'm under sure. five moves yeah we saw some downturns in the link price and then out of nowhere just just some bitcoin price action so there's a lot of money in there right i mean it's like it's like it's also in etfs it's one of the few things linked that is also available via etfs in dollars not just in usdt and shit you know so i think that's that's kind of what we don't think too much about right so that there's also this liquidity buffer from the etf from the stock market coming into play, which hasn't been the case in the past, I think, especially for Bitcoin, because you just had to use USDT or whatnot, right? To yeah. be on the other side of the trade. And now it's every Fidelity account in the US. Basically. Yeah, this is this is why like I think um it's really like this market is the easiest it's ever been at this moment. Like it is that easy. It's because let's say everything like assuming you're not on leverage if you're as long as you're not sitting there like gambling whatever on leverage and you you have your spot bags right now and alts and whatnot and you just wait long enough um it's like especially like something like link where the the, the price isn't actually too exotic yet um like even if you have a, a 50 percent drop from here who really cares like it's coming up for sure, right? Like there's not, it's not going to sit there at $10 or whatever. It's just not going to happen. It's going to come up for sure. So that's the reason why it's like, it's, it's such an easy market right now, uncertain coins and things that it's almost impossible to do poorly unless you get shaken out because you're afraid of something. So you, you put a whole bunch of money in something, it dips really fast, 40%, 50%. You're like, oh my God, no, like, you know, so that's the thing about the high volatility stuff. What, what, you just 40, have to shrug it off. Sefi, people sell it, they lose 10% of their hard-earned money. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone posted a thing where they showed the last two years of, say, for example, Chainlink, and 
the number of people that had like 10 to 25,000 chain link. And so you're talking about like, you know, the $100,000 plus kind of group. Um, the number of people that sold at the bottom in the last two years was so quite high. high. Which that was, that's, but that happens every time though. People either get panicked or they get bored or maybe they had their coin from way before. They didn't get a chance to sell it, you know, 52. And now they're kind of like, well, I don't know when the bull market's going to come again or whatever it is. Maybe bull market's never going to come. And they sell the bottom quite literally. And um, like at the same time, there's people buying fresh at that time. But that's bullish technically because you yeah, want well, all of the large accounts to sell and leave. What I don't get is that people choose because of being impatient, choose losing money over adding some time right it's, it's like absolutely bonkers to me it's like this concept like why what would you send on the, on the other hand it's possible those people made money elsewhere it's possible that they bought i don't know nvidia or something like it's possible um so it's not to say that it's um like it's always the right thing to stay where you are but you, you know the statistics on on these exchanges right like how much yeah. percent of the people lose money and make money it's, it's like um, most of most of the people are losing. It's it's just like it's it's the same like opening a business. You know, it's it's, it's scary and whatnot, and you you probably face really big things that you didn't anticipate, and you have to probably work like three years longer than what you thought until you see the first real money coming out of the business. So most people quit before they really start earning money on real. Also, life it, dep it depends on the the price you bought stuff at too. Like, let's say you spent like your whale wallet or whatever and you you decided oh i'm gonna throw like half a mil at this thing and let's say you bought chain link at 40 bucks or something thinking it was gonna moon and go higher yeah that's and now problem. you're at five bucks and you're like well you know you're pretty upset about this whole thing um and of course you're cursing yourself you're cursing the world you're cursing crypto you're cursing sam bank mcfreed whatever right so like you can imagine uh the the pain that represents if someone buys a whole bunch at the wrong price and it goes down um you know when you're dad you know when you're down that much um you know 75 percent off your basis or something um if you're not used to volatility it's absolutely brutal because as far as you're concerned in your head you've already lost the money like for a lot of people that's what it is because you don't know the future you don't know for sure it's going to come back up in your head at the very best case scenario um you get it back at some point in the future worst case scenario you've literally already lost it and and you so when the wallet actually looks smaller in terms of monetary terms um it definitely um makes people upset like there's almost no way it doesn't unless your position's relatively small or relatively meaningless relative to your yeah uh, you use it that many times, but people don't get it, right? They they just put like fifty percent of their net worth into something, and then they complain because they can't control their emotions. I mean, yeah, shit. I mean, if I like put a uh, worth like two two homes of uh, money worth worth two homes of money into some crypto coin, and uh, you don't even own one home, you know what the fuck? You know, I mean, what do you, what are you doing? <laughs> are you expecting your brain what, what to you do? do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, of course, yeah, your brain is better protecting you from that kind of bullshit move, and you better get scared, right? I mean, if you own like fifty million dollars and you put one hundred fifty k into something, it's like, ah, who cares, right? 
probably spending yeah, more than I mean, one day. Anyone who's ever like over allocated will know what this feels like if you haven't done it. Um, it's it's one thing to say like you bought something at the bottom, it pumped, and now you're worth millions, and now and you lost it all. That's not fun either. But it's another thing to say. Wait, wait, it's not fun to like randomly get a million or like no i'm saying it's not it's not fun if you like you start at the bottom you know you put a small amount of money it goes to the like valhalla and then it crashes back to oblivion um oh like round tripping it it's not fun either but it's not the exact same as like if you were to go work at a job and make a million dollars finally oh and then accumulate a million through hard work yes and then you go and have that hard work turn into like a hundred thousand dollars let's say um so going down 90 percent would be like let's say it took you i don't know let's make up a number let's say it took you 10 years to make this money um and of course that's post-tax money so it's even actually more expensive in some ways and then you're down like 90 percent. you're pretty much going to be mentally affected as a given right like that's just what it is yeah just like meaning the potential that you could have had like north of like nine hundred thousand or something and then seeing it back at zero yeah exactly like oh wait why did i even do this you know so yeah the the bear market like the the bull market has definitely put a lot of people in like that post wreckage state because a lot of people come late to the party and um especially if you're new and like your version of investing is like going like hopping on coinbase and just buying something right no concept of price no concept of value no concept of my market cycle nothing you're just absolute newbie you just push some buttons and then you heard that like so and so made a billion dollars on dogecoin over and you just throw too much money into something um yeah that that kind of mentality you're just not gonna be mentally prepared at all so but that's why like these cycles repeat themselves over and over again because the reality is that the 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 there's going to be the smart money that uh, think think about this shit there's gonna be the dumb money and that like left curve midwit right curve uh you know um meme actually turns out to be quite true after a while you realize this because like there's a lot of stuff that you'll right curve and you're like oh shit i should have just aped into that thing like all the retards are buying it and like i don't know why i didn't do it like and then you realize wait retard energy is an actual thing like it's kind of a it's kind of a force of nature um and you like gme and amc and games like whatever GameStop, stop and um like dogecoin all these things taught people like about the power of that in in kind of a web 2 web 3 environment and um afterwards like that genie couldn't be put back in the bottle again so there's definitely things that like if you overthink them um that's why like one of the rules in crypto is like if you're going to ape into something do it immediately like, don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it the next day. Because usually by the time you've heard about it, the viral, virality has already begun. That's why you heard about it. Unless you're literally digging around discords for, for some shit. I see. Right? Yeah. By the time you've heard about it, like, either it's A, too late, which, you know, you should consider. Or you, it just began because that's why you heard about it. And therefore, fuck it, just jump right in. Like, like, either it's peak euphoria or, like, it's barely about to run up, which it's why it's being advertised. Yeah, why you're hearing about it at all, right? Like, your friends yeah. are talking about it or whatever. So, and you might get lucky. Like, sometimes, yeah, it's already run. But sometimes you pick it up right as it's about to. And you didn't, you, you know, like, virality is just taking off the beginning of the S-curve. And you're like, okay, perfect. Like, I'll get some. Um, but whatever it is you do, like for sure, 
like if you're going to ape into something like do it small and just do it immediately do not wait usually i mean look at the chart you know go oh, okay that looks okay whatever and then just go for it because if you if you wait what will happen is a day or two will go by and you'll be just buying higher and at that point your roi is not as good and your downside risk is higher right so like you're 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 making it worse by by overthinking it <laughs> like when up told me about zephyr it was like four dollars and like two days later it was six by the time i bothered to get on mexi or whatever and go oh okay where do i have to go what exchange wait what kind of scam exchange is this and you know oh wait what do i have to do to get there and blah 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 we know how you usually ask answer all the questions in your head and then you go do this and then by that point, dude, I'm still so skeptical to use Mexi. It's been and fine. obviously it's probably because I'm in the U.S. But it's been fine. You I know to be, I, you have to VPN it, but it's fine. But like, are we saying just like it's fine because we like, you know what I mean? Because you know, crypto is a new industry. Like, I don't want to. Fine, you know thing. what I mean? Piss off. You know, fine is like people. Don't leave your money on there. Just trade and then move it off. Basically. Oh, but meaning like it's not like. Americans are trying to like get people in trouble if they use Mexi. Right? No, you can't get in trouble for using it. The exchange can theoretically get in trouble for allowing U.S. customers to do it, but they they're not advertising it to U.S. customers anyway. People are just using VPN and hopping in. It's not illegal for you to do anything. So, so, so that's what I'm. That's kind of what I was asking. Like, meaning, is it the same? meta as like when people use a vpn for different netflix shows it's just like a thing you can do yeah exactly exactly it's, it's you know not, what i mean it's not illegal. just like a, it's like a perk okay yeah nothing happened because i've been wondering yeah nothing can happen to you okay it. yeah um okay. unless you're like you know, you, you know like you know passing along illegal goods or something that'd be different but that's not the case here but um yeah, but anyway, like, uh, no, but the the story, like, was, like, because I sort of right-curved it, and like, oh, maybe I'll do some more research, or, oh, I got to figure out how to get on Mexi, or whatever, the friction uh, of not doing it instantly, I ended up buying a whole bunch anyway, but I bought it at six instead of four. Like, had I just done it immediately when he said so, the difference at this point would be worth a magnitude difference in monetary amount, um, you know, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so... So that's what I've learned like specifically is if you're going to FOMO into something like do it super early, obviously, like don't FOMO whenever. I mean, I would say responsibly FOMO. Of course. But yeah. then it's almost like, I mean, okay. Okay. Cause I was like wondering if you were but implying that like you can ape all, not all your super whole, early, but just in all super early things you should assume a zero risk, right? Like that's, that's a, a priority. But what I'm saying is, is like, if you're going to get into something, um, you'd want to be in as early as possible. Why? Because the earlier you are, not only is the, re- the return on investment higher, but you can make so many more mistakes. Mistakes as in... And for it to be okay. Yeah, because... Like meaning you still won't lose your all your Yeah, like imagine, for example, um, if you buy a coin at a dollar, it goes to 50, um, and then it dumps back down to 10. You're still at a 10x. You know, like, and you and like you didn't have to do any timing of this thing at all, and you'd still you could just hold now forever, and you'd still be fine. Just kind of like sitting pretty, like all responsible as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. Like, <laughs> if you're gonna FOMO, like you, you want to get into something very, very early, um, but or as early as you can, so you don't feel stupid. Yeah, but the responsible part is just simply the sizing. 
like you don't put your life savings yeah, in the true. fucking meme coin or whatever. True. Like otherwise, yeah. like you know, you you get what you deserve or whatever. But if you've decided to, yeah, like five to ten. Yeah, if you've decided you're going to pull the trigger on something, like definitely do it as early as you possibly can. In 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 that, um, yeah, and it, and that always doesn't work either. By the way, because there's a lot of these ICO coins and shit that get listed way too high, right? Like they come out and they're like 10 million, 10 billion market cap from the get go. And like that thing is going to bleed into oblivion. Um, so like you, yeah, the valuation of these things on the launch can be really, really brutal. Um, so some of the stuff that's more fair launched, like some of the more famous ones recently, they were fair, fair launched was like um, Caspa or Zephyr. These are things that are like the, the tokenomics are not nearly as unfavorable to the end user compared to like the ones that have like really really high fully diluted valuations and mostly designed to benefit the team not you um so the end user sort of gets shafted in the initial vcs and whatever 10x their bag the minute it comes out because they're posting at a really high initial coin offering and they do that shit in bull markets actually the scamminess in bull markets is much higher than bear markets because like teams know that every retard is going to be talking about crypto and they can launch almost anything and like no matter what the valuation is some retard's going to come buy it and so therefore like they can dump on them or use their staking rewards and sell them on people and stuff um yeah interesting stuff <laughs> like um and i think most of us have like made mistakes on those types of buys so being early really is um appreciating the idea that like um, you could easily have like a 90% plus downside before you get upside. <laughs> and, and the good thing about crypto is that the cycles are quick. So technically, you know, you can make your bag back if you realize, hey, wait, you just don't sell low. Um, like if you're already down 90%, for the love of God, there's no reason to sell at that point. Most altcoins and stuff, if they pull back 90%, that's the majority of the pain at that point already. And the people that sell at that point are just like, um, it's like true capitulation. Oh, I give up. Like, maybe I can save my $5 I still have in this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then they sell and then they go buy a cheeseburger with it or whatever. Um, but yeah, like, they're, you know, salvaging their what's remaining of their bag is the kind of their mindset is like at that point. Anyway. Dude, I feel like I've definitely threw 20 bucks at something, saw it at five bucks and just cheated it because I was mad. But like, I, <laughs> yeah, I do believe it happens. You know what I mean? Just because you're like, no, I don't want people to like get free advertisement when they look at my wallet. Like, if that's the case, I think that's different because <laughs> you're already pissed, right? You're already pissed off. So, like, if you know people are checking wallets, like, you don't want to give them the advertisement, like, oh, what's this thing that went down 90%? Like, oh, maybe I can ape in 10 racks. Like, you know, like, sometimes I'll jeet something when it goes down because you're just like, fuck that, bro. Like, because then all the people who are like looking at wallets, that's like advertisement. And then they're probably, like, you know, you're like, no. yeah, but this is, this is one of those like yeah it's like is it right curve mid curve or dimwit it's the problem is is that like yeah it's like vengeance trading and stuff right like i guess right <laughs> you're like i don't i don't want them to see this cool t-shirt you know you're like fuck this that. fucking like, team i hate them i'm gonna short their coin and then it pumps up literally you get bro you're like should have just giga pumped yesterday i'm fucking mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you're you're gonna rage against the team because it went down in price or something yeah just like people do all sorts of strange stuff like when you hear people talk it's interesting like the the strange 
kind of rage against the machine people go into. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like about every like like week, you know, you have like this little pump and then you have a pullback and then a pump and a pullback. And and the the week for the pullback is everyone thinking that their bags are going to zero. Like 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 some dude he messages me today and he's like, bro, like this guy over here is saying like Chainlink will go to five hundred. It's eighteen or something right now for reference. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, but it's going down. I'm like, oh Jesus! I'm talking to a retard. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what, what, like, what do you mean? You thought it was going to go to 500 tomorrow? Like, the dude was like talking to, like, he he was quoting somebody that's like, I could make it if it does an ETH run. Like, does he not know much about crypto or whatever? He does not know much about anything, like the universe. Yeah, probably. like, yeah, th- there's like, there's some comments that are so like, so dim with that you're like, wait. Like, I'm not even going to have this conversation. It's just stupid. <laughs> dude, that's me most of the time in this. You know, dude, I swear to God, if you've seen me in certain spaces, you'll hear me like <laughs> be next to someone as I answer the question. And then the moment I unmute, I go, okay, number one, I cannot tell if this is a serious question. Right. Number two, can you please reiterate if this is a serious question yeah. so I can better So, so, so I was like, I, yeah, I think what he meant is at the top of the bull market. He's like, wait, what? And um, and then you're like, God I'm damn like, it. no, we're like, we're like really early in the altcoin market. This is like literally nothing with like chain link broke out of $10. It's at 20 bucks right now. It's like nothing has happened yet. And I think he must have panicked because he probably bought it at 20 and it went to 18 or something. Like, it's like, what? Uh... You know, so now he's coping. He's like, wait, he's searching the Internet for all the projections. So he's doing the cope maneuver that everyone does right everyone does it like they go on youtube they're like they look for justification wait a minute like like for the main coins that are already like set not only that but it's like like, no people people go and cope so cope like cope google searching right it's like you'll go in there and you say okay like all right let's find some youtube channels let's see what they're saying wait a minute did something (laughs) a did something happen like no nothing fucking happened like it's a two dollar move like on a like a like a 10% move or whatever on a, on a, like on a Tuesday or whatever. It's just normal shit, right? Like just up and down. And like people start figuring out, wait, why did it go down? And then they'll go do research. They'll go look on the fucking like YouTube and whatever. And they're like, like your first week in crypto, yeah, you're like week. did something wrong happen? Yeah. <laughs> so you go research the YouTube and the, Oh wait, this guy's saying, Whoa, Whoa, this guy's saying it can go to 500. And then they start calculating. They're like, wait a minute. Okay. I've got a thousand bucks in this thing. It could go to this. And then you start calculating what the upside is. Wait, holy fuck. This, like, what he's saying is I could be worth 100K and whatever, you know, for my thousand bucks or whatever it is. And so, like, then they're calculating their winnings already, right? Like, it's like they're almost like figuring out, wait, how am I going to pay the taxes on the lottery winnings? You know, like, people like, they'll be like, they'll bring the lottery ticket home for the billion dollar lottery. And they're already like, wait, fuck. Like, I'm going to lose 40% of this to taxes. It's like what? Like you like win the fucking thing first. What are you talking about? Like and this is the same literally, right? It's like like the thing that I've been doing recently now, which I never used to do before, like I didn't realize that this was like a bad like not bad thing to do, but I didn't realize that that was like a noob thing to do, which was like get the thing 
and then like just check the chart every five minutes like i thought that's what everyone did but i didn't understand that that's more of like a day trader kind of thing like if you're purposely wanting to be a day trader yeah or or, or you're then, like uh, people around here like us like we're just obsessed with these things for no good reason yeah, yeah. like I, like i just didn't know that the smarter approach that most people take is like okay find something, study it, learn it inside and out, figure out if you really like it. And if you do just kind of set it and forget it. And the reason you set it and forget it is because your conviction is so high anyways, that like at that point you're like, Oh yeah, we're good. You know what I mean? So like, I didn't know that that's what most people did. Like I thought even if you ape or even if you put in $10, is that like you're supposed to check on that every Not only that in like in a bull run, like, um, You'll get multiple, um, you know, like especially in small alts, you'll get multiple like forty to eighty percent retracement. So the problem is, is that like, no way, so, that's like a normal thing. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like completely normal. So what? Like oh, so you meaning you've been in a mega bull before? Oh like yeah, you've been in like a few of the past yes. ones. Yes, yes. And does so? Does it always happen? Oh yeah. Like it really always funnels back into meme coins, like almost not a hundred percent. No, at least well, like a sixty percent probability. Very, very many meme coins back in the day um most of the coins were like if you go like before like 2016 and stuff most any coins there there were some scam coins and different things but most of it was like oh this is going to change the world Litecoin's going to be digital silver whatever most most mm. narratives were like this is legit you know it wasn't like um the so when doge came out it was like people goofing off and then Later, yeah. the gigapump for Doge was just really unexpected. But no, it's not common that the meme thing. But what I'm saying is that, like, the the large retracements, even in a bullish market, you're going to have forty to fifty percent pullbacks. They're quite steep. So if your bag is if your uh. bag is pretty heavy, um, you know these bull markets last a good like you know year to two years and things. So the problem is, no if you are if you keep looking at the thing, you will see. You know, you're like, oh wait, I'm worth a million bucks now. And then you're like, oh shit, like I'm down 40% from that. So now I'm only worth 600. And then you'll go, okay, okay, I'll just hold tight. I'll hold tight. And then of course you'll do another impulse move, do another 10X or whatever it is. And now you're worth, you know, know, 10 million or whatever. And of course from that, it'll dip 40%. It's like, oh my God, 4 million down the drain. (laughs) You know, that's how it'll feel to you. So like, uh, and I like that you're talking about this. So I do have a question. So like, cause I've never been, a participant in a bull market where like i felt like things were good and that it was worth it because i actually just kept getting rugged the first bull market i was in so like i'm wondering on the topic within context in this conversation like do you think the statement like take profits is more relevant during a bull run as far as the frequent amount of times and how fast you should be transacting or is that more applicable to like the bear market you think um i don't know it depends like during bear market stuff people use leverage and stuff and can make money then too um like the directional moves and stuff people like to play around and whatever um it's not particularly easy you can lose lose money a lot of money in bear markets too because even meaning more than a bull Right. Well, I mean, like, for example, let's say you buy something at $10 and you think it's going to go to 20 um, Instead, it goes to 2 and, um, like, drags there for God knows how long, and maybe a year or two later, it goes back to, to 20 So the problem is, is that in a bear market, there's such low capital velocity that if you make a mistake, 
that return to prior high could take, I don't know, a year or two. Yeah, like a minute. Yeah, it could take a while. So the thing is, then it's like you now just like you're just waiting as a bag holder. Um, at least in a bull market, if you make a mistake, like let's say, for example, Zephyr recently ran from like five bucks to 50 and then it pulled back down to 10 as an example. Right. So like in this example, if you um, happen to buy high, like you bought it 40 for some reason because you heard about it and whatever. And now you're down at 10 bucks and now you're down, you know, 75 uh, percent or whatever. Um then you know in a bull market though the velocity is so quick the odds that you're going to go back to prior high you're you're going to go back to break even and break new highs is much much higher because like especially if you're early in early in a bull cycle um you have plenty of room to run and you know you just have to wait and you'll be fine um you realize this you realize all this stuff after a while in the beginning all of it will seem scary because you're like oh my god wait i bought it 40 and now it's worth 10 what did i do wrong so meaning like the idea of round tripping is almost like not non-existent in a well, bull Sophie, market. I, I think like... one thing that most people forget is to have a plan, right? I mean, when you talk about these things, it's, it's like you have to have a plan. What's my entry? Where I want this thing to go? What's my, what's my goal, right? And then you have to stick to it. It's like a lot of people I've seen fumble their bags. It's basically the exit and they enter again and then it goes down, right? So it's basically or even put more money in into something because it went off so nicely stupid shit like that yeah you can get chopped up pretty easily like you think that um you know that you think one thing's gonna happen but something else does and um so you sell thinking you're gonna buy lower but then it just keeps going higher and then all of a sudden you decided you're going to buy higher because you figured it's going to go even higher but that's exactly when it dumps and then you panic because now your bag you bought so high and now it's down 70 percent or whatever and then you decide to sell for a, a loss because you're an idiot. And then, you know, this happens um, to people a lot. It's, it's kind of, it's called getting it's chopped up. Or whatever. Yeah. No, well, what's up, just bro? Like what's up, Safi? Bobby, what you doing? Rex, what's up, bro? Yo, what up, dude? How are, are you the singer guy? Yeah, no. I mean, no. I mean, I'm an artist and I do sing, but like, hold on, what's going on? There's like five people speaking right now. I don't know. Rex, what did you say? Oh my bad. I was just saying, like, oh yeah, like I'm not the singer guy, but like I'm definitely an artist. But like mainly right now, I produce dubstep. I make like robot. Did, did, were you in across the pond, bro? Oh, the fucking this doing the shag. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Was that you? Oh yeah, bro. That's me. It's just I'm like I grew up pretty multifaceted, so like I choose different spaces to like showcase different parts of me because I realize that like. If you show your multiple hats to like a consistent group of people, it kind of gets jarring because like people aren't used to like people are more comfortable when a person is like a certain way all the time. And I tend to not be like that because you said I moved around a lot and, you know, Montessori school and stuff and just whatever. So like, yeah, like I try not to like shock people when I'm in a different mood or whatever because I know that some because dude when I'm like this and like you know across the pond or like other spaces or whatever the fuck everyone's like bro like who are you like you're not Rex like what'd you do with the real Rex like you know <laughs> so it's like yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I like to go into Japanese spaces and just use uh Google Translate, just like read my whole script. It's pretty fun, really. Yeah. Like I dude, I just like conversation, but I don't like when people already have a set like not like opinion, but just when a group of people looks at you a certain way already and then when you don't act like yeah, that yeah. they get yeah, like, like they're yeah, like, why yeah, are like, you? Why aren't you trolling, bro? Like, are you okay? You're like, bro, I'm just also a nerd sometimes. Like, what? I can't yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. bullshit now. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro? yeah, yeah. Like, like, dude, like, dude, like, I, I love crypto and all that stuff and charts and threads and all that stuff. But you know, one of my favorite things that I want to do um, with ETH Denver starting, I actually want to do the largest naruto run in a convention so there's gonna Dude, be like I swear to god please send me that when you do it that's the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being very serious people think i'm fucking around but i'm not like bro when someone says something like that know that yeah. they're fucking serious normal people don't say shit like that bro <laughs> yeah 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 and if i see a dev that i'm bullish on i'm not gonna walk up to them I'm gonna grid. Shut up! You're gonna Naruto. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna gritty yeah. over to them. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the gritty. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, oh my gosh, there's that guy. Let's do the gritty. And then when I go up to them, I'm gonna be like, bro, what the? Do you even know the way? Like total. Oh, zoomer not mode. the noty way. Not the yeah, way. Full, full, full zoomer mode, bro. Full zoomer mode. Like, dude, I'm not bro, gonna actually go up to... on that topic. Th- this might yeah. sound dumb, but you might, act- you guys actually might like this. Like, I hope who of the people in here like this. You know, it'd be such cool marketing for like an NFT event. If like not only it requires like a certain NFT for entrance, but you need to have proof of Naruto run to like get in the fucking event, and then like you have to post it on your Twitter. Like that's so dang. Wabi, yeah. you should go with like a, a yeah, Goku yeah, yeah. suit, like and uh, a big like fucking fireball, and throw that shit yeah, around. Yeah, the, like dude, I, like Comic Con. I, I want to get Denver into Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, all these, that, that's what I want to do, right? Like, everyone's going to ETH Denver, like, you know, to try to get some, I don't know, some secret alpha, even though, like, these devs are just going to say the same shit they say on Twitter. Like, you want to make these guys laugh and do the gritty with you. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do the gritty. You got to give these devs some personality. You're rugging a little bit. Yeah. I, I should be clear now, but like, you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a, dude, imagine if like some big fucking gorilla gritties on over to you, right? You'd be like, what, what the fuck is going on, dude? This big giant. <laughs> dude, I'm not gonna lie. If a gorilla comes up to me, oh, fuck, this is such no, a hard no, thing. no, not 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 like He's a gorilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like a lit. See, autism. I'm thinking you're actually yeah, talking yeah. about a fucking gorilla. This is why I hate <laughs> He's straight up talking about it, bro. Because, like, like I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, like, like some, like someone big and tall, right? Like they just gritty on over to you, and then they just say, "Do you even know the way?" You know, like just complete, complete left curve like they're not going to be prepared right like if you're a dev you're expecting most people that go up to your booth saying oh what are you building 
how's your uh how how's your product launch looking like what do you have not just that or you like yeah Yeah. or you state your fraternity before you handshake that's usually yeah dude like you have to kind of like remind people that we're all human this is real life and if you think i'm weird dude most people in crypto when they're alone they do some weird ass shit bro like like I'm pretty sure Bro, I feel like people you... fail to realize that most crypto is mainly like well not anymore but initially was mainly like dark web people I hope yeah dude like, I like people need to remember that bro absolutely. like most people who started in this shit were like mobsters dude like this shit yeah. ain't for normal people bro <laughs> yeah, yeah dude and that's why like I, I just block people on site like if there's someone that's like oh like you talked about this altcoin two years ago why aren't you tweeting about it block you know what I'm saying? Like, I just blocked. Like, Same. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, you basically say that you like you kind of say that you're a school shooter in a way. Because like, no normal person actually like comments <laughs> hateful. I know what we, we just talked about this last week before you came in. Yeah, we just we just <laughs> kind of covered that subject exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking weirdos that like you know yeah, like yeah, someone messaged like, me today wabi you, you missed the story but like someone's like um like i, I he must have bought chain link at 20 and it went to like 18 and he messages yeah. and he's like um like how come it's not 500 i'm like what <laughs> like what like <laughs> so, someone said it was going to be worth 500 and he yeah. pointed like kyle chasse or whatever that guy's name is and he said look no look at this oh kyle he's Chase. like look at this look at this guy's post and whatever on youtube he thinks it could run to 500 like it could have an eth run i'm like yeah but like that's the top of the bull market and shit like you gotta wait for that yeah. we're like at the very beginning and he and, and it's like yeah. oh you know what i mean like yeah dude i would you think it's gonna go to 500 dude, tomorrow what are these retards yeah. thinking dude, I, I couldn't Dude, I, I couldn't tell you what anybody is doing, dude, because, like, even though I follow, like, 300-something people, I really only, quote-unquote, follow, like, 15 or 20 of them. Like, that's just the reality of it, right? Like, if you say, like, oh, did you see what this guy posted or that guy posted? Like, I don't really – like, it's so hard to actually, like, consume content from from multitude from multitude uh, amounts of people, right? Because you just develop monkey brain, right? You have like a thousand different thoughts and a thousand different scenarios, but you don't actually do it, right? It's like going out with a chick and it's like, <laughs> what does she want? What does she want? Well, you just ask the question. But a funny like, thing woman, is, what like, do you want? Are you, are you hungry or not? That's it. No, but like, right? like what do you want? A small proportion of the population of the planet like thinks in probability. So the thing is like, if you think like, okay, well, chain link to 140 or 200 or whatever the number is, and you say, you say these numbers, you and I both know that that's like a probability. That's like a maybe, like, you know, it's bullish and, you know, maybe this happens, that happens, and maybe the, you know, Bitcoin goes to X and whatever, right? Like we're thinking in terms of probability, like maybe this can happen. This is a prediction. This is not a certainty or something like that. This is a guesstimation. But people hold you to that shit. Like you say some target or whatever. Like, yo, you said it was going to go to a thousand. You said Luna was going to go to a thousand or whatever. It's like, no, I was like, yeah, if, if the potential's there and the, the mechanism worked, then whatever. It, it else. still went up 100x. That's, that's the thing. Like, it, it did. No, no, but thing, it, right? whether like, it did or not, like, the point is, like, if the protocol yeah. worked and everything goes as planned, can, you know, like a chain link go to a thousand? Sure, it can go to a thousand. Like, it's just simply a matter of time if it does well. 
But that's see. But when we say this, we we assume there's a probability involved. It's like it's not a hundred percent certainty. Like it might, right? Like if everything goes great and something bad doesn't happen, whatever it else, right? Uh, but like people on the internet are like, they see the the talk. You they you, you know you say some predictions about things. Oh, it could go up or whatever. And they pretty much think that you know for sure. Like they figured, like look at all that chart shit you're doing. You must be a fucking wizard. You yeah. must have like foresight and like, um, like you're yeah. like an astrologer or like some kind of like sorcerer or something. Pretty interesting how people like, like people take the stuff you say like pretty much as like like an article of uh, faith of some kind. It's weird. Bobby, one thing I didn't yeah. get is why did you compare it to going out with a girl? Yeah, because like, you know, guys with low self-esteem, right? Like if you comment under someone's post and you just say like a lot of hateful stuff or whatever, right? And you couldn't just ignore it or mute the person or whatever, then it, it speaks volumes on who you are, right? Probably not consciously, but subconsciously, there's a scared little boy or a scared little girl, right? And like when you go out with a chick, right oh my bad i understand your question now you're talking about probabilities and all that stuff i'm sorry i thought you meant comments and stuff excuse me so <clears throat> when you think about a thousand different probabilities it's like you go out with a chick and it's like how should i act how should i act what should i get her you're not being yourself you're trying to formulate a script and life has a way of like showing you that you could be you know consistently right with your choices but if you start to question yourself, you might not end up doing anything. And that's just well, in, in that yourself. sense, too, like a person reverts to the okay. mean, just like a price does. Like, yeah, you yeah, 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 that's like which, is, which is basically yourself. nothing. You're, you're rotting. You, you, yeah, you're, you're rotting in bed. You can right? act like not being yourself for a while, but usually you'll just start reverting back to yourself. So it's like, how long do you want to hide who that is exactly? <laughs> so that's a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you just have to be of that charts. very gorilla when you go out with the girls, you know. There's no chance in either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but speaking of East Denver, dude, um, I think there's going to be a pretty good buying opportunity for people that are looking to load up on some of these newer tokens. If you look at the charts since 2018, every single time, every single time East Denver happens, right, which is usually like late february going into march there tends to be a pullback which sets the bottom for q1 and for the rest of the year right happened in 2019 um 2020 was kind of like an anomaly because right after east denver <laughs> the covid crash happened right 2021 uh we had that dip going into march i think luna pulled back from eight bucks to five bucks and then Luna pulled off like a 4X in the month of March. Um, 2022 was kind of the same thing. Uh, and I remember because I had played the uh, the bounce from Rune from like $3 all the way to 12 bucks. Um, same thing with Waves. The Waves was a great trade in March of 2022. Uh, 2023, we nuked during ETH Denver. And then a few days later, I think it was during that same week, we had uh, the SVB thing happen and BTC went back to 19K. So, um, yeah, same thing happened in 2018 uh, as well and in 2017. So, and I'm thinking we got a normal pullback here and yeah like 
Well, there, I think there I can buy more point where, like, if you don't get um, a pullback, then what happens is, is everyone's expecting one, so nobody's buying. So, well, no one, no one is talking. So no one is talking about an East. De- no one is talking about an East Denver pullback on the timeline at all, bro. Nobody. Oh, nobody. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like East is running, but right before the conference, <laughs> that sometimes is a, yeah. And it always happens. It of, always sell happens. the news type of thing. You mean? Well, not sell the news, but like if you if you're up a ton, right? Yeah, the people that are up are going to sell, and the people that want to buy are. They don't. They don't see a good entry. Yeah, that's yeah, why it always yeah. drops. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we can buy fat. Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot we got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over the impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other guys of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to eat I'm on the back, ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs, I'll be numbing up First, before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served